Warning, some of the content on this podcast might not be suitable for all listeners. Or as RJ would say. Oh, no, the balls stay in the dick hole. Just the wiener comes out. Yammer time. Yammer time. Yammer time. It was a fucking great day. It certainly was a good day, I must say. Wow, okay. Okay, where did you start? What happened? Why, why such a good day? Today is um, a good day and a bad day. It's a... The Trebek things. Man, I don't know why. Not great. It's hitting me hard. I don't know why. Really? Like I said in the group group chat, I've watched all of 10 minutes of that show. Were you a big watcher, Reach? Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I never got into it. I don't know. But yeah, I've never heard a bad thing said about about him. Yeah. Just so people know, welcome to episode 10. We're at double digits. Welcome Man. to episode 10. We are recording this on Sunday, which is uh, so November hours ago, the news broke that Alex Trebek passed away. So that's what we're talking about here. Right. Oh, oh man. I knew, I knew it was coming. I knew it wasn't well. And I don't know. I just figured he'd use his knowledge to outsmart cancer. I guess I don't think he can do that, though. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Uh, rest peace with Alex Trebek and our condolences to his family. Absolutely. This this cereal's for you, Alex. How do we pivot from that, Reed? Good fucking start. <laughs> so, Reed, you said you had a good day. You, you seem to be yeah. in a good mood, Reed. You said you had a good day. Tell us what you did. I woke up about half an hour ago, and uh, you're looking at it, boy. <laughs> cereal. What kind of cereal you got there? Unreal. Well, I'm I'm batting clean up here. Yeah. The last bit of the fucking knockoff cinnamon toast crunch. I got some. What is this shit? In the front, coconut chill. Where, where? Oh, harvest ah, crunch. Ah, harvest crunch. Like You're just mixing shit. it up. Yeah, tiny fucking box, but thirty-five dollars a box. But yeah, um, I know. Bringing ridiculous. Tasty. You using the uh, using the milk with the uh, ten month shelf life, or you got normal milk? I got that. I got that fucking space milk. Yeah. Space milk. Okay. Dealey, what was your good day all about? Um, woke up at five. I did food prep, which is pretty solid. I was happy I did it in the morning, and then went out to breakfast at a spot called Panchancho in Kingston, which is like a pretty epic spot. It's been around for a long time. Like it's over like forty-one years old or something. I think I went there with you once. Good age. Uh, yeah, did we? Good age for right now. We go there. I don't know. I only went out for breakfast once in my life in Kingston. It was with you and uh, you and your buddy who was talking about the breast milk. The breast oh. milk guy. Oh, Benny. You guys ever had a... <laughs> I didn't know if you I'm wanted guess, to say I'm his name. It was, I'm guessing it was Benny. <laughs> yeah, um, it was. <laughs> you guys ever had breast milk? No, sir. I have. Um, I, I drank it. So yeah, I did that, and then uh, wait a minute, wait a minute, okay. wait a minute. We got to stop there for a second. I don't know if you just heard that, Ty. Um, Reed no, just said called. I didn't hear anything. Oh, Reed uh, just said that he's drank breast milk before. Yeah, and I wasn't a baby. I was an adult. Uh, for, uh, okay. Can you can you just kind of can we go over that? Who's sure. and we why sport, and how did ounces? that come out? Or, yeah, yeah. Originally, pregnant, came from pregnant stripper. That's my guess. She was shooting nope. it into the crowd, and he caught a bit in his mouth. Shelly Pearson. Um, 
Drank a breath milk. <laughs> <laughs> I love how we kind of said it like we would. You, Shelly Pearson was all we needed to hear to figure it out. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't even know who that is. Like, <laughs> remember Shelly? She's working at the. She was working at the Albion way back in the day. Okay, I didn't uh, know her. Uh, married to Don Knox for a long time. Yeah, I knew her as. as <laughs> I don't know if we want to be saying all these names. Actually, she gave me the go-ahead to tell the story, and I forgot about it until you brought up the words breast and milk. So, You asked her if you could tell this, like, you you, you no, foresaw this she, coming she, up at some point? She was messaging me. She said, you should tell the breast milk story. I mean, it's not much of a story, but I'm like, yeah, if it ever comes up, I'll, I'll say it. And there you go. You, you brought it up. So that's the story? Just you drank it? How does something like that come up? You're partying one night, she's I, uh, pregnant. Yeah. Yep. No, she wasn't pregnant anymore. She had uh, squawked the twins out of her hoo-ha, and they were their babies. And she pumped. She did some pumping. Cause I think okay, so it was already out. in a bottle or a cup or something at this point. Yeah, it's, it already made it into the bottle. I didn't take it right from the source. Was um, it chilled? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I went to the fridge. We were, there, we were at her house drinking, her and Don's house drinking. And I went to the fridge to get something, and it was there. And I thought, huh. going to have a swig. I wonder what this tastes like. What's your review? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'd rather have, which is weird, I'd rather have another animal's milk. It's a weird thing to say because. You think you'd rather have your own species milk, but just yeah. depends what you're uh, what you're used to, I guess. But. We're the only species that drinks another animal's milk. Like, every other animal on the planet is like, yeah, we're good with ours. I know. I we're think like, it's yeah. fucked up. I've never liked milk. It's another animal's bodily fluids. I, I don't. I don't want it. Well, anyway, so I'm eating cereal here. You put it like that. I am really glad we had this uh, this talk, Teely. You were saying you had a really good day after yeah, breakfast. So, what did uh, we do? Breakfast was pretty killer, and uh, then I went golfing. Fucking nice. golfing on November eighth. It was sick. There's a lot of courses that are closed, so we went to this one like half an hour away, just a nine hole course. But it was forty bucks cash. Um, and then we were gonna play twice, but uh, it got so backed up they kind of did their scheduling shitty anyway. I was gonna say it's forty bucks for eighteen, right? Not for nine. Yeah, yeah, and okay. it was uh, actually thirty three, but then a, a pull cart was five bucks, and I just gave her forty cash. I was like, "Thanks." Oh, you didn't no cart. You're walking. Oh yeah, we walked it too, man. Like I have fucking wind or sunburn for sure. My face is so hot right now. Huh. Then I got home and I was starving, so I ordered some Uber Eats, and I literally just scarfed it down before we started. I had a red curry and some spring rolls. Epic. Oh, nice. oh. Before I forget, I want to bring so this up. Bad. It was really good. Um, before I forget, I want to bring this up. Uh, Pat uh, messaged me uh, the other day, <laughs> thanked us for having him on the pod, which was awesome. I thought they were great guests, a lot of fun. Yeah. Like, I knew they were both pretty funny guys, but, like, I, I laughed even harder than I was expecting I was going to. Um, they said some funny shit. But uh, the other thing that Pat said is he's like, oh, I meant to tell the story of the time me, you, and Bird uh, were in the gazebo, and uh, he was about to head to work. And uh, we all tried to see if we could smoke two bong loads in one breath. Like, you know, like rip a bong load and then have another cone there and just like rip the other cone in. And you exhale the smoke and then go for the second bong. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, d- I actually don't even really remember this. Like once he brought it up, it kind of refreshed my memory. I don't remember it. But uh, he uh, he coughed into the bong and spilled water all over his pants and had to go to work with <laughs> water on him. 
<laughs> yeah. Where where was he working? What uh, I didn't know I'm he dead. worked in Bayfield. Yeah, gas station. Remember, he worked at. Uh, oh, that's right. Yeah, he was at Bayfield garage. garage. Yeah, yeah, I remember. So he, I actually know somebody with. who uh, I don't. They probably don't want their name said, but it's still cool. You don't need to know who it is. Um, so we had a huge bag of shake. Like it was kind of weedy, but it was really leafy. It wasn't great, Nuggies. Um, and he wanted to see how many cones he could smoke consecutive with no breaths of fresh air in between. So he would pack the piece, punch the cone, and as he was holding it in, he would pack the next one, exhale, and then his next in- inhale was the next cone. And he got just under 30. It was it was over 25, but under 30. I forget the exact number. In a row. That's insane. I, I know who you're now? talking about. No. Yeah, no. You can guess who it I, is. He's a fucking yeah. – he's the champion. <laughs> yeah. I also uh, – John he did, that more, he did that more than one time, and the time that I did it when he was there, me and Bird were hanging out with him, and uh, he had really good weed this time. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were also smoking a joint at the time, so while he was packing the cones, <laughs> we handed him the joint, and he was smoking that. <laughs> he's a maniac. Who's this fucking yeah. maniac? I have to know. I'll bleep the name, but it was – who the fuck is oh soda stream great tang soda stream also brian you never responded to uh that snapchat i sent you the other day about the jabber headphones did you have your sound on and hear what i said (coughs) what was it oh yeah your headphones got all gunky and you almost broke them yeah well um i will say now that uh so the Jabbers come with three different sized earpieces and the medium ones are like the default that are already on it. Mm-hmm. And uh, because I like got in a situation where I fucked up the medium <laughs> ones, I put the big ones in. She's, really? She's a good fit. She's a good fit. Let me tell you. So, you know, what's really weird about mine. I think I've told you this before, but maybe not. Your ears are different sizes. Yeah. Left ears, medium, right ears, large. You know what? Uh, there's sometimes when I work out and I do certain exercises where I'm like moving my jaw or clenching a lot. And when I used to have the medium ones in, the right would fall out and not the left. <laughs> so maybe so it's we, normal. Ge- we genetically have a big right ear. <laughs> maybe, maybe it's just, <laughs> yeah, we get it from our father, the big right ear. Yeah. He always had a big right ear. <laughs> yeah, you must be Bob's boy with that big ear of yours. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Hello. Oh. Hi, Sherry. Oh, Jesus. I did. T- I did adjust my camera because I'm not wearing pants. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> I appreciate that quite a yeah, bit. The reach, bottom was- you, you said you just woke up before this podcast. What time did you go to bed? Last night. I didn't. I went to bed today. <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. Like, what time of day was it? Oh. Like, we talking five a.m. Two in the afternoon. a.m. Seven thirty. I just wasn't tired, so I didn't go to sleep. Nah, I'll do that. And I uh, crushed about three seasons of Bob's Burgers. Nice. Oh, yeah? I'm, I'm on that Amazon. Amazon. What? Yeah, I've never really? seen that one. Oh, you know what I watched the other night? What the uh, fuck do you do with your days? Like, my God. I don't know, man. I don't watch shit. But actually, the other day, I did sit down, and uh, I was going to watch, like, 15 minutes of something just while I was eating. That's usually what I do. I just watch, like, a Seinfeld rerun uh, oh, while I'm God, eating. Yeah. And, and I wish that was somewhere. I wish you could get that on the, on the flicks or yeah, the you Amazon can. Prime. I got it. I got Yeah, I bought it from Apple. So I got commercial-free Seinfeld whenever I want. 20-minute episodes. It's fucking amazing. Check. 
It's just enough time to eat too. So anyway, apple, take your apple fucking. All right. All right. So the other day I sit down, I'm looking for something to watch for 20 minutes. And I ended up watching the whole fucking thing. Canceled everything out. Rest, rest of the night. I was like, Nope, this is what I'm doing. It was the, uh, the beastie boys. Yeah. Um, I sh- yeah, the, so I, I thought that? it was a documentary where it's a concert. Yeah, it's two of them on stage going through things with slides and videos and music and sound and like, so it's such a oh, cool good. mix it's of. Some, it's something different than what I thought it was. Yeah, okay. It's so cool, like the two of them telling the story on stage, but then also all this other shit to back it up. And oh man, it. it I thought like, it was the the concert at Madison Square Gardens. Where they gave like twenty people in the crowd fucking camcorders to record the concert, their concert that they're doing from different angles in MSG, and then they threw it all mm. together and made the concert a movie. Oh no, there was no music really. Like there was some music, but it was the story of the Beastie Boys. Yeah, so it was like the, the whole, of them the whole the movie whole. was the concert, but it just kept going from different people's perspectives in <clears> the <throat> arena and what they were recording during the concert. That's kind of cool, but at the same time, it's like every other live DVD, just with a yeah, lower budget. It was budget. annoying because the only annoying thing I didn't like about it is the, the sound would change because everyone's in a different part of the arena. Uh, like, so you're like listening to a song and then goes someone else and it sounds totally different. Or they're just like got the camera on them and they're screaming the lyrics into the camera. Oh, God. Actually, that's a cool, uh, that's a good question, uh, something we could talk about. Do you guys ever get really into music DVDs at all or no? Um, honestly, I was waiting to talk here. Uh, I just had a flashback to me and bird being like 14 years old, sitting in his basement and watching one of his dad's kiss concert VHSs. And like, at one point this girl whips her tits out. Me and bird were both like, <laughs> what are those? <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> What's that your also reminds music me of a, DVD? A, mine? I think it's a uh, vandals live at the house of blues. Josh Freeze is so fucking good at the drums. He is, he is a good drum guy, eh? What a good <laughs> drum guy. <laughs> What's your favorite, Reach? Uh, Stories, Tales, and Allegations, uh, Sublime DVD. Unbelievable. Not familiar. Is it a live show or is it a documentary it's like more or what? Of a, more of a documentary. Um, it's, it's after Bradley passed away. But mm. just the stories that all their friends and people they've played with and toured with tell are unbelievable unbelievable that's uh, awesome what's the one guy who's the guy uh brad noel no i know him the one guy big black guy mentally challenged uh i was gonna say Shaq, but i, I think he Bismarck, doesn't have that but, second but, thing but they, they have this story about this like 350 pound black man just spewing mud on the side of the highway as they're touring like he's got to take a shit and they pull wesley over. willis wesley willis and he's just fucking and uh, Eric, the bass player, is like, there's this 350-pound black man spewing mud on the side of the freeway. And I've never got that out of my head when he said that. It's like, oh, my spewing God. Spewing mud? Yeah. Isn't it funny yeah, how I didn't know who you meant until you said a, a, a shit reference? <laughs> Which, like, yeah. I don't know why that suddenly clicked in my head. Oh, it must be Wesley Willis. He's not really yeah. known for that kind of thing. Oh, God.
I have yet to mention on the podcast that one of my first part-time jobs was working at the Fry Shack with Bird, and we did the late night Fry Shack. Mm-hmm. And uh, the the kiss titty story is what brought this to mind. So um, at one point, uh, we're working the late night Fry Shack. So the, for a little bit of reference and context here for everyone, the Fry Shack uh, was open from midnight till 3 a.m. And in Bayfield, there was three bars in a row. And on the end of the one bar, there was the Fry Shack. So we just had drunk people come up to us and buy French fries between midnight and 3 a.m. on Fridays and Saturday nights. Um, so... At one point, Captain Rock, I think it was, was playing a show at the Admiral, and there was, like, a back door into the Fry Shack. So they came into, like, the back door, and were hanging out with me and Burr and, like, passing us joints and shit. And uh, then they were like, uh, hey, like, you know, you guys should make a sign that says, uh, we'll give you free fries if you show us your tits. So me and Bird were like, oh, my God, that's a fantastic <laughs> idea. So we made this sign, and, like, next thing you know, these, like, two fucking good-looking girls come up, probably, like, I don't know, maybe, like, 30 years old. One of them has giant tits. And sure enough, she's like, "Are you? will you actually give me the fries? And me and Bird are like, yeah. So, you know, she fucking whips them out. We're looking at the Captain Rock guys, looking at the tits. Like, no way. Uh, <laughs> it worked. Yeah. <laughs> I and can't then, wait uh, to listen to the podcast to hear that because I didn't pay attention at all there. And uh, you'll have to, I could tell you turned up the music. <laughs> Fuck yeah. I'm, I'll tell you why in a minute. Um, the, it was funny too, because uh, shortly after that girl came up, came waltzing up to the fry shack and Uh-oh. me and bird have never, ripped, down. <laughs> have never ripped that sign down quicker. <laughs> <laughs> fucking nerds away you sick canadian bastard so one of my first times ever going to the admiral um i was really young i think actually yeah i went to see steven gerard play and uh i was real stoned and i was sitting at the table right in front of the band so everyone was behind me other than steven gerard and i was sitting there and was on in in super full-on creepy mode Mm. so i've never met her in my life at this point no idea who this woman is so i'm sitting there watching the band and all of a sudden i feel this tug on the back of my head at this point i had a mohawk and i had a hat on i feel a tug on the back of my head and i turn around and here's this middle-aged woman with a chunk of my hair in one hand and a jackknife in the other hand i was like what the fuck and she said she yelled over the music that was bugging me she reached into her purse, got a knife. I had like a little rat tailor, you know, it was like the bottom of a of a mohawk sticking out of my hat. She sliced it off in the middle of a song with her jackknife. That was my introduction to her. One of my first times at the Admiral. It's like, holy shit. That bitch crazy, man. Never been a fan. That bitch crazy. Bars are weird. But then after, you know, got to know her and was like, oh, yeah, you really are crazy. Hi there. Reach here. You guys didn't think we would have half of stuck out here as guests and not invite the other two on, would you? Yeah, we thought about it, but we invited them anyways. Coming up, we got Isaac and Everett from Stuck Out Here, part two of the interviews on the Yammer Podcast. Stick around. I'm nervous. Should I be nervous? Me too. Yeah, no, it's great. I, I love don't know. it. <laughs> Good day. Hey, hello. Hello. Hey, What's up? Goodness gracious. A belt buckle I recognize. Oh, there here we is. go. I got to switch other... to the other screen. And there's you got the, uh, the music light going. 
I do. I wanted to match uh, RJ's energy, you know? Like yeah. Have, uh, have my Dang own little it. party light element, you know? It's the Dang famous it. Instagram oh, music fun. light. Oh, you know it. Okay, you know. Okay, exactly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wow. That is exciting. And, Welcome, uh, team. Our friend is, is that a friend? There he is. Hey, I can see, I got the two screen thing going again. Hello, sir. How are you? Good. How are you guys good. doing? Oh, Excellent. So good. So good. Excellent. All right. So here we are, episode 10. Just let everybody know we got a. Uh, the other half is stuck out here. We got Isaac Streams and Everett O'Reilly here from. Uh, <laughs> What's up? Uh, we, made, we made a big yeah. joke about calling you guys the wrong names. <laughs> We're gonna call you Isaac and Everett and see how long it took you to correct us. But uh, we get too excited. We spoiled the joke yeah. already. Yeah. <laughs> we we might have let it roll. We might have let it roll. Yeah. And then talked about it after. Those guys are pricks. What's wrong with those guys? It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so just to kick things off same question as last time where are you guys right now and actually uh almost more importantly what did you have for supper also uh-huh ivan you want to take this one yeah sure uh i'm in the uh the royal city of guelph ontario here Ooh. in the what i call the dissonant folk factory aka my music room uh, nice. with, with the with the Instagram party lights, you know. <laughs> nice. uh, and for dinner, I had a I had a, a that Popeyes sandwich. Nice. All right. One fried chicken. Yeah, a little. Did fried you go chicken. spicy or not spicy? I, I did spicy. I I, I like. Yeah, you, I gotta go spicy. It's not even yeah, that spicy, but like I, you know. I wish we I gotta... even had these as an option. Like, I know, like, I got some freaking <laughs> restaurant. I got a restaurant run by a clown. And <laughs> Like at McDonald's. Oh, uh, oh yeah, okay. Right. And, uh, it wasn't that obvious. <laughs> it wasn't. I know uh, that clown. You guys can call people and say, "Hey, bring me this food from this specific restaurant," and they'll do it. I can't do that. It's amazing. I, mean, I can ask my mom to go get me something, but ninety-five percent of the time, she's gonna say no. And then next time, you got to get the stuff for her. So it's like, yeah, I can you go get on my bike, but then you know, your fries are cold by the time you get home on the bike. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. So Emmett, where uh, where are you, and what'd you have for dinner? Uh, okay, so I'm in Toronto. I'm in my bedroom. Ooh, uh, for the magic happens. Yep, yep, it's a good spot. <laughs> I had uh, some tomato soup for dinner. Oh, that's pretty good. It up myself uh, out of a can, so it was nice. good. Nice. Did you put some pepper on top of that or what? No, no pepper. pepper just like crackers. Um, I had a little uh, a little bread with cheese slices that I melted in the oven. So oh, that, okay. Like, now we're talking. Kind of like, yeah. like a grilled cheese, almost classic Kinda, combination. Yeah. No butter <laughs> though, so it's a little healthier. I like to think. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and it's like open faced grilled cheese. Exactly. Oh, delicious. Classy sandwich. What do they call so it? Do you the, like? Do you like spoon a little tomato soup out and put it on top, or how's that go? You dip it. What do we get? A dunker. Yeah, yeah. We were just talking earlier, actually, about eggs. When you go out for breakfast, are you guys are you guys dippers? You the over easy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Oh, wow. It really five for five me. on the dippers. Look at us, Richard. He orders scrambled eggs when he goes to a restaurant. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Cam yeah, does the same thing. Cam does the same thing. Are you order a bowl of Cheerios next? Like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> How do you guys feel about Eggs Benedict? We talked about that a bit earlier, too. Oh, yes. love it. Great. Yes. Yeah. And poutine. We're big on the poutine. You guys might, might know this. How do we yeah. feel about that? Big fans of poutine. Also, also big into the poutine, yeah. I heard, oh, wow. I, heard, I heard in the last episode you guys talked about Pooza. Well, we oh, did. Yeah. I just so, learned about so we this. Try that. Yeah. 
right, have, right. In the, have in the interim, have you guys tried pizza? I have I'm going not. to. I'm gonna. I'm gonna call someone and make them bring it to my house here in Goddard. No one will do it. Next time, gonna... uh, next time I crush seven beers, I'm going to though. <laughs> Apparently, that's a prerequisite. According on the topic to of eggs Benedict, I got a funny yeah. story. One time, Derek Wise and I, when we lived across from JD's at the Cheese Nook, we went over for dinner to the restaurant, and we both got uh, eggs Benedict. And when we were halfway through our meal. The waitress came by to check and see how it was. We're like, it's great. Can we order another one? We ordered second <laughs> breakfast halfway through eating our first one because it was so good. We wanted another one right away. I, I've honestly so thought we, of that before and never been able yeah. to pull the trigger. I'm really proud it's of you boss, right now. It's a boss move, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Halfway through, you're like, I'm, I know I'm going to want another one when I'm done, so I better order it now. But when it's funny. I am done, it's showing up. When I was uh, out for breakfast this morning, I actually had this conversation with my friend. And uh, when I was in Toronto one time for my birthday, um, we went into this breakfast spot and uh, it was a really busy spot. It took us like 45 minutes to get a table. And uh, when the server finally sat us, she sat us on like a really small table for two. And I was like, look at like, we're doubling down on breakfast. We're going to order two breakfasts each. So I know the tables mean a lot to you right now, but if you can move us to a bigger table, I will give you a tip that will make it worth it. And she did. It was awesome. I've never felt so disgustingly guy. full in my life. It was, yeah. it was in her best interest, you know? Yeah. So, Ivan, actually, you're a little bit of a, you're a takeout or a, uh, a restaurant breakfast expert, I think, aren't you? You've, I've heard you talk a lot about Bartlifts. I love Bartlifts. That's you were a bit of a regular. I, uh, I liked it so much that, uh, you know, I wrote a song about it that I ended up just ripping off John Prine's uh, Paradise. Yeah. And I didn't realize that it was the exact same song, but it was just about Bartlett. It was like a weird owl did a song <laughs> John Prine about a diner in Clinton, Ontario. You didn't need uh, to tell anyone that. I mean, half the people probably would just, they wouldn't know. That's true. That's true. Either way, I love Bartlett, man. The, the uh, two eggs. The is good, man. Yeah, the marble that, rye, the marble rye. That bread they make, mm-hmm. I was gonna say. Yeah, they make all that bread in house, and it is you get thick ass toast, like, and the the donuts, all the baked goods they make, they're just unbelievable. So actually, while we're on this topic, um, favorite restaurants. We're gonna talk a bit about music, but I kind of don't want to. I feel like you guys have probably talked about music with a lot of people before, so we don't have to do that here. We will a bit, but um, yeah. What are your favorite restaurants? Emma, you go first this time. It's a hard one. I'm a I'm a simple man. Um, usually, when I eat out, I just go for something silly like fast food or something. But yeah, you have to say if we're just throwing uh, like actual restaurants into the into the mix. There's this place just down the street from me called Mahas. Yeah, uh, which like I guess it's like Egyptian food smashed into breakfast food. Ooh. Okay, uh, so it's just like lentil soup with like eggs and uh, <laughs> okay like, that, that's a awesome. very unique favorite i yeah, i, yeah, I yeah. did not see that coming well look at the, the sand thing. sandwich it's it's just like crazy delicious and and pretty small so that's the thing is i don't go very often because you always have to wait in a huge line every single day because oh yeah the food is on fire it's all right wow that's a i'm glad i asked that I'm going to do more Anytime research into Egyptian area, cuisine. Check it out. It's, it's yeah. Good. All right. I don't even know what, I get, what an Egyptian staple is in their cuisine. Like camel Me stew. And, I, like, to be honest, I don't even. Sand really, yogurt? The, the lentil soup is no, the one. No, these that jokes are good. 
Ooh, <laughs> 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 he just keeps firing out the sand sandwich until somebody says something. <laughs> what do you put on it? Mustard? I don't even know. <laughs> Ivan, what's your favorite restaurant? You can't say Bartlett's. We already touched on that. <laughs> okay, that's fair. I want to shout out a restaurant that went went the wayside uh, by, uh, by by way of this pandemic. Oh, There's no. a restaurant in Guelph called Thirty Nine Carden. Okay, and it was great. It was a uh, it was a lot of really cool. Uh, it was like mostly like small portions, so like you get like individual like appetizers and sort of stack them together, so you can get like a little dumpling, mix it with like some duck nuggets. Okay. And, and it was pretty great. And their breakfast and brunch was out of this world. There was like a breakfast bow, eggs with hoisin sauce. Like fantastic, okay. you know? Mm. Yeah. Emin and I actually went there once and we had yeah. a great time. There was like there was a there's a great like Korean fried chicken egg breakfast sandwich. Ooh. Oh, that is out of control. I think and was that did we both get that? I think we both did, yeah. Yeah. I like those places. There's one in Ottawa. I haven't been there yet, but um Mary went and she told me about it where everything on the menu is six bucks. So the portions yeah. are small. It's all kind of appy stuff, but you mix and match. Like, you know, you get three different things. And I like that. Cause yeah. Kind of like a tapas deal. Yeah. And yeah. like choices, you know, yeah. decisions, it's too hard. They offer you 20 things and say, pick one. Nobody wants that. Pick three. That's a little bit, that's nicer. It's a, it's um, a great way to go. And, uh, and it's a sad thing that it had to close down because of the pandemic. Yeah. That's another well, thing I wanted to talk I want to eat all this shit now. <laughs> yeah, we're all hungry now. Nuggets for y'all. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, um, the Mod Club. You posted a thing on Instagram. Yeah. I saw that too. Yeah, that's really unfortunate. So, what's the uh, what's the vibe like? In uh, you guys are more into the the scene, not only the bigger cities with more venues and all that stuff, but uh, I would imagine the Mod Club is not the only one feeling that. You can feel a few. Uh, a few of the cherished venues, especially in Toronto, are putting the feelers out there. Sort of like, yeah. hey, if now is the time you want to support this place that you've gone to for years and has supplied you with so many endless, amazing nights, please help us. We're sinking. <laughs> like, that's, that's what I was thinking when I saw the post was nobody, you don't hear much about it until it's too late. It's, it's, are yeah. there other ways that these people can try to like put the word out there? Like, hey, guys, if, if we don't do something in the next month or two, like we really can't keep this going or am I just going to see post after post for the next month or two of places I kind of care about going away? Like, I don't really know what, do you guys hear anything? Is anybody, you know, do you just get the post saying it's too late or what? Mod club came out of the blue. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Well, yeah. I mean, the, the only, the other one that I'm kind of thinking of, I guess, in this regard is sneaky D's. Did you guys see oh, right. anything about that? So like, no, nope. we were supposed to be closing, but then, uh, they hosted like a couple of live streams. I don't know if they just like rented the place out or like it, it's, uh, I don't know. Somehow they seem to have bounced back into into sort of an uncertain zone. So maybe there is a, a point There's of something to be done. Yeah, but uh, but it was after announcing that they were closing too. So who knows? Maybe people just rallied. Yeah, I feel like the rents in Toronto, some of those places like hosting a live stream or something, it's just not going to be enough. No, it can't be cheap to have a building in downtown Toronto where you know, but, empty. yeah, that one's unfortunate. 
even though some of these buildings just by their nature should be almost historic venues. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Right. You know what? yeah I've been concerned about this for a, a while, but this, all these places closing and there's a place in Victoria. I lived there for three years that closed their doors and uh, like, uh, what the hell is that band? Big fan. Uh, Elliot Brood. They played there all the time. I've seen Elliot Brood play there a couple of times and I saw on Instagram, Elliot Brood posted that, uh, yeah, they, shut their doors and like I saw the Misfits play there like so many mm. bands I saw play this place in Victoria and it just keep the ball it's a uh, snowball you know it just keeps getting bigger as it rolls and more and more places are having to shut their doors and yeah it sucks these, these iconic venues that have been around for years that you've gone to and you've seen your favorite bands play at and you've got these memories with these places and they're no more fucking yeah. fucking yeah. sucks big time <clears throat> I, I yeah, saw see. some great shows at the Mod Club great shows yeah, yeah, yeah so, uh, um, uh, Guru from uh, uh, Guru from Dela? No. Anyways, Guru called Star. me OJ at the mod gangster. Yeah, he called me OJ. Oh, I met him there. Yeah, I remember that story. That was at the mod <laughs> club. Yeah, I went right backstage. I was like, I gotta go meet Guru. Just walk back there, and he called me OJ, and it was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, speaking of COVID though, and all that, what are you guys doing these days? Keeping busy? I don't know, like musically and also like i don't know what you guys do if you have day jobs what you're up to uh so how how's the last six months been it's been uh, good it's yeah. been good you know I, busy yeah I, i've been i've been working at this uh immersive van gogh exhibit in toronto oh which is like uh it's like an interactive sort of like van gogh paintings come to life on the walls around you uh Whoa. basically Oh, yeah, and it's like a video and it's got this amazing score and the animations are pretty incredible. And I worked in like the drive through portion where like you can come and drive your car into a building, park your car, curtains fall down and all around you on every wall are these animations like happening. Wow. And, uh, yeah, it was, it was some pretty, amazing. It's fantastic. Yeah. Sounds like a great excuse to eat some mushrooms. I woke I, up at 530 were... today. You guys are doing great things and I've been sleeping till mid-evening that'd be great <laughs> they uh, well a lot of these shows even happen at night so if you can get on get on down um but uh yeah. there's, there's, there's been can a I lot ride of... my electric bike there <laughs> yeah yeah you know what oh. yes i'll wear a mask <laughs> so, yes. yeah all right sign me up i'll leave right ride now i'll see you guys right up the ramp yeah whoop <laughs> <laughs> yeah and uh yeah and you know on the musician front like i happen to it's been about less than a year, and I've put out four albums collectively. So that's that's wild. That's I'm awesome. Stoked that I put up like my last EP as during this uh, pandemic and able to like uh, get this product out. This product, this product that I'm selling you, this art that. I come <laughs> yeah. <up with. laughs> we will touch on that too. We have talked about it, and I do want to ask some questions about it. But uh, yeah, <clears throat> we'll head up some other stuff first, if you don't mind. No, Emmett, what about you? What uh, what have you been up to the last couple months? Yeah, uh, keeping pretty busy. I've been teaching music lessons online mostly, which has been a pretty good way to make a little money and kind of have some structure to the week, you know, because other than that, kind of trying to stay at home. Like, it, it's not crazy. Great. I love it. Yeah, you, you, can, you can still, like, go out and get groceries and, you know, do your, do your shit. But, uh, yeah. Also, it's it's Toronto. It's like there's a lot of cases and stuff here, so yeah, kind of stay in as much as possible. So it's been good to be able to like teach online, um, do that kind of thing, teach like just some music lessons and stuff. 
What do you What um, do you teach? You play bass in Stuck Out Here. We will do a formal, more formal interview uh, introduction, just so you guys know we're not just like letting people figure out who you are. But uh, yeah, you play bass in the band. Actually, you play yeah. bass in two bands right now. I'm assuming yeah. is there more that I don't know about? Maybe. No, no, just okay. Okay, but what instruments do you play on that? What do you teach? Uh, well, yeah, I mean, obviously just sort of like basic entry-level stuff. But uh, like I'm teaching some piano lessons and a couple of guitar lessons and some like basic drum lessons and a couple of trumpet lessons. So just like Holy. the surface of like a few. Things. Ivan, he's being modest. He knows how to play everything, doesn't he? He's uh, he's Mr. Holland's opus. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I, got, I got this bad boy. I'm going to show it off here. Look at this, look at this bad boy right here. You see? It? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the stuff. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to try and get back any chops that I ever had because I want to join the Celtic Blue Highlanders. No. I'll send you some sheets. I've got some good shit for that, RJ. That's, uh, all right. I'm gonna, all right. Yeah, yeah. I'll give you some homework. Everett just got himself a new uh, student. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I'm terrible. I forgot how terrible I was. Like, like I'm terrible. Like, I get so frustrated, and I give up after like three minutes of practicing. I'm, and I'll just sit there and look at it. I'm like, you fucking piece of shit, and just hate it. It's just yeah, a hunger rubber. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, you gotta just stick with it, man. Like, just fucking get back at it. And then I do, and then I'll, I'll get going for like an hour, and then I'm like, okay, better stop before I start hating it again. <laughs> but it's just. You know, doing your fucking rudiments and your fundamentals like this is stupid. Nobody plays this, but you gotta know how to do them. <laughs> you never listen to an album, you're like, oh sweet paradiddle, bro. No, no yeah. it doesn't happen. Yeah. But it's not about listening for paradiddles and songs, it's technique and knowing what the fuck you're doing. <laughs> yeah, keeping it even. And time, yeah. like I'd I love to speed up. Tell you that for free. <laughs> <laughs> I downloaded a metronome, but it was pissing me off because it was staying at the same speed, and I was speeding up, so I got rid of it. <laughs> yeah. But it is fun. I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm, I'm glad I decided to get back at it because I, I really do want to play with the Celtic Blue Highlanders. I think that'll be fun. I can't wait to hear stories Let's, from that we can, and music, yeah. but stories as well. Reggie in a kilt, burling around the square, rat a tat tat. You'll get into the uh, Celtic Fest for free, and that's a yeah, that's I, a that's a big ticket I right hate, there. I hate those people. Like, oh, they drive me crazy. Oh, what, Celtic people? <laughs> not, well, I can't. <laughs> I don't know I'm if you're allowed say to say yes. that, Reach. <laughs> yeah, not, not all Celtic Celtic Fest festival people drive me oh. crazy. A, I live on West Street in Goddard's here. Which is the main vein right down to Lions Harbor Park, where the friggin' Yahoos all congregate and eat their blueberry pizzas and fucking not shower for a week. And um, blueberry pizzas? <laughs> oh yeah, man! Like they, they eat the fucking stupidest shit. Like it's like just eat normal food, okay? We get it. You're, you're different already. Just eat a fucking hamburger. Fuck. So they all go. Oh, do you have any organic blueberry pizza? Uh, shut up, fucking. But, that sounds um, incredible. I don't know. I was gonna say I would actually eat that before I would eat the poutine pizza thing. Yeah. But like they they wander around town all night, playing their fucking auto harps and their fucking chimes up and down the streets, fucking two three in the morning, singing their Gaelic fucking jams. 
I'm like, would you <laughs> shut the fuck up? Like, I can't go to show up in your town, just completely take it over and do as I please. What, what nobody says anything this? to them. What's that? What festival is this? It's the Celtic Roots Festival in Goddard. Oh. It's kind of internationally renowned. Like it, it's not a small thing. People come from uh, pretty far away. A lot of people. It costs a lot of money to get in. I've never actually gone in. Just always working in restaurants. I, I'm yeah, always busy, there. and I've never actually been to the festival itself. It is the festival is held about 800 yards from my home, and these friggin' dirty yahoos are up and down the street all night, fucking playing their borons and their fucking. Reed sounds like one of the old farmers who lived near where Woodstock was hosted. Yeah. (laughs) You know, it's just full of like, I don't understand these people. They're dirty and they eat funny and they make a lot of noise at night. (laughs) They they can show up, have their festivals and what have you and whatnot. They don't need to be literally wandering the streets of the town. Good for the economy. And that's why people put up with it. They're like, a lot of money coming into the town. Let the friggin' hippies take over. It's like, fuck, I guess. All right, fine. (laughs) I'm not getting any extra money from them. I'll tell you that for free. (laughs) Anyways, I digress. Where were we? Um, I don't know. I got some questions. Ty, do you want to ask some questions? Or uh, um, I kind of want to play that game that uh, you came up with. Oh, right off the bat. You want to just get into it, eh? Let's do okay, it. I feel like it's a it's, it's a simple Hold game. On, let me let okay. me turn Garth Brooks off here. I should have I should have done this last time. With, <laughs> I, I yeah. This part of the podcast, we just all stop talking and listen to Garth Brooks and nod in the camera every time, every now and again. No, so we got this little game where um, instead of just asking you guys what music you like to listen to and all that, I've written down a list of uh, kind of comparisons. Two bands at a time. And I was thinking I'll only ask you two or three, and you tell me which of the two you like the best, and then you can talk about it a bit. But I think it would be more fun to do it rapid fire. You're yeah. not allowed to explain why you like them. So I'll throw two I, bands at you, care. and both of you have to just spit out which one you like better. We'll try to do this, not quickly, but you know what I'm I mean. Gonna, we'll, we'll keep it moving. I'm gonna- I'm going to play along, but I'm, and I'm not even in the game, but I'm going to play along. To see okay, it. that's awesome. Actually, yeah, because Tyson knows a couple of them, but RJ doesn't really know. Uh, oh, did, so, yeah, this will be fun. Did you make a list too, Brian? I have a big list. Why, you have a list? The list I sent you. Yeah, I, I wrote them on here. Okay, sick, sick. You do more. All right. All right. You, re- you guys ready? I, yeah. I think so, yeah. All right. There's a softball right off the top. Okay. Beatles or Beach Boys? Beach Boys. Beach Boys. Oh. That's not a softball at all. Beatles, I think. I think Beatles. Really? Okay. Zappa or a, Tom Waits? That wasn't easy, but... Tom Waits. Yeah. Tom Waits. What, what was it? Sorry, what were the options? Zappa or Tom Waits? Tom Waits. All right. Uh, Backstreet Boys or NSYNC? Backstreet Boys. Backstreet Boys, yeah. Nice. All right. Um, Willie Nelson or Waylon Jennings? Waylon Jennings. Willie, I think. My boy Willie. Yeah, it's got to be Willie. He's got that one wrong. Taylor, Taylor Swift or Miley Cyrus? Miley. Oh, Miley. Actually, Miley. I don't know. That's another I, tie. I Taylor Swift first, so I guess she gets it. Miley Cyrus. I, mean, I, I, mean, I feel like you're just banger. nice and you just like everyone. You don't. You don't want anyone to lose. You're you like, yeah, I love both those. Bangers, though. What can I say? I like it's some true. Miley Cyrus songs. A fair Taylor's, bit. Taylor's not yeah. listening to this podcast, so don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, hey, come right. on. Maybe don't someday. Kill her, okay. She for the stars, Reach. <laughs> uh, Rolling Stones yeah. or Led Zeppelin? The Stones. The Doors or Pink Floyd? Pink Floyd. Pink Floyd, I think. 
the garbage behind the venue. <laughs> yes. That's awesome. That's the um, kind of hot take we're looking for. <laughs> Ramones or Sex Pistols? Ramones. Ramones, yeah. Oh, wow. Across the board. I love that. Pretty thick. Uh, Rancid or Bad Religion? Rancid. Rancid. Wow. Black Keys or White Stripes? White, White Stripes. stripes. Jeez. Arcade Fire or Alt J? Arcade Fire. Arcade Fire. Uh, RJ. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wilco or Neutral Milk Hotel? Ooh. Neutral Milk Hotel. That's a good that's a, that's a that's tough, tough one. one. Yeah. 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 yeah, Neutral Milk Hotel. And Ooh. our final one, Cheesecake or Boston Cream Pie? Ooh. <laughs> cheesecake. Cheese pie. Cheesecake. Cream. <laughs> that's a cheesecake. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever had a Boston cream pie. I've had lots of Boston cream donuts. Lots of the donuts. That counts, man. Donuts is a personal sized version of the cake. Oh, I see, yeah. Or the pie. What the fuck is it? It's a cake, but it's called a pie? It's a, well, I don't know. It's a dessert. They both acknowledge that they are not what they're called. That was fun. I feel like we should play that with all of our musical guests from now on. That was really fun. You guys did great. I was kind of reading along, so I can't wait to listen back and actually hear and see what you picked. For the listeners, that might actually probably wasn't fun at all, because unless they know your voices really well, (laughs) I guess they can play along, too, though. That makes it fun. Yeah, that's something. You know what? It was fun. fun. It was fun. I I don't even know what an Alt-J was, so. I've never heard of Alt-J before. I know an Alt-J song, but I can't think of it. This is the one. uh, Breezeblocks? Breezeblocks, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ty, I only know from you at the cottage. No, gen- generational <laughs> thing here. Remember that, guys? Am I, just a quick question. I want to take a quick poll of everyone here. Am I the only one sans pants right now? Yeah, I have pants on. <laughs> I do have pants, I do have pants on, yeah. I'm oh. sorry, RJ. I can pull them down if you'll be more comfortable that way. I don't you think can pull my dick out of the dick hole if you want. Oh, the, the old big. <laughs> did that, that, did that hasn't come out yet, has it? No. I don't know no, if you guys listened to the last week's podcast or not. Okay. If you haven't listened to the last podcast, this just got weird. I think there's some editing that happened that. That conversation was off the rails. Yeah. Pulls him down to pee. Mm-hmm. The fuck? <laughs> so uh, I got more questions. Uh, let's talk more about you guys. We didn't just get you on here so you could listen to our stories, but um, oh, that's what I've been doing the past few weeks, the past few months. It's awesome. It's into awesome. The ever. Listen to your stories, guys. It's Thank you. Yeah, we appreciate it. Yeah, really. Um, Emmett, I know Ivan. You're from Clinton. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's me. Yeah. I'm, I'm from born and raised. Born and raised. Yeah. And Emmett, where are you from? I'm from. Uh, not technically in Exeter, but pretty close to Exeter. You know, you know where Exeter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's what I thought, but I didn't want to. I didn't want to say that if it was totally off. That uh, yeah. that's what I thought. But okay, so how did you? Uh, let's talk about if you guys don't mind. We'll talk about the musical projects. We'll split from the stick out here a little bit. Um, how did you connect with the uh, Pew 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 guys? Because they are based in Toronto, correct? Yeah. Um, it was through stuck out here. Actually, we did like a weekend tour together, I think. Um, and their guitar player in the guitar player in Pew 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 was leaving the band after that to become a a serious adult. 
Uh, and uh, so okay. their bass player became uh, the guitar player, and they were looking for a bass player after that. So uh, okay, yeah, they just kind of called me up after doing that tour, like the weekend tour, and then uh, I did like a week long tour with them to just kind of test things out, and it was pretty fun. And so we decided to to keep doing it. Awesome. So their first album, I think it was 2013, it came out. Were you were not a part of that, or you were? No, no. Uh, so that one would be like Glory Days, right? The one with the guy in the tub on the yep. front. Yeah. And, yep. and uh, the so the first one I played on was like 2016, which was the self-titled one. Oh, okay, okay. I thought you were just on the very last. Okay, so you've been with them for a couple of years now. Yeah, yeah. I joined like actually just after that first album came out, 2014, I think, was when I joined. Okay. That was right when they got good, right? You joined uh, and <laughs> they got good. Crazy how that happens. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> but uh yeah, yeah, it's been a little bit. Um yeah. Cool. All right. So so you moved to Toronto uh before, after that, and then yeah, before that, first for school, I, I moved to Toronto in 2009, but like was still coming home in the summers and stuff. Um, but then like a couple years into going to school here, um, I just started staying here. And that was uh, that was like around when I would have joined Stuck Out here, probably actually, because Ivan and Cam and uh, well, Ivan and Cam were in the city at that point, too. Um, and Pat was in Hamilton. Mm hmm. Um, so this is like 2012, 2013 kind of thing. Um, and that was around the time when I started living in Toronto, like throughout the summers and, and, you know, more full time. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Who yeah. was, uh, who was playing bass before you and stuck out here? Keith. Berg. Was it Rothenberg? It was, uh, it was uh, the Berg, Berg first. Yeah. Yeah. Like I say, we had a hard enough time in Johnny party, getting them to come from, uh, Zurich to Bayfield for practice. Like, imagine what it's like to go all the way to Toronto to practice. You played in a band with the Berg? Yeah. Many oh, years. Whoa, whoa. It was called Johnny Party? Johnny Party and the Just Givers. <laughs> That's a sick name. Yeah, I stole it from Bronson Cook. Um, and Ivan, if you want to talk, uh, you've had an exciting past couple of weeks. We have talked a lot about this. But uh, yeah, your newest, uh, your newest New project. You probably yeah. had a tour and stuff planned or at least a couple shows um you know what not really i was sort of taking it easy i was i was planning to make this mostly a year of being in the studio uh, -huh. uh i had a country duets album i wanted to record this year and we're all set we're gonna go and we're gonna be in a church and it's gonna be really sacrilegious and really fantastic and uh really beautiful amazing. like classic country duet stuff me and my friend katie lambert or katie lamar uh -huh. we're trying to figure out what her country name is going to be it was, mm. it, was, it was Katie Pumpkin Seed. We thought that was a little bit too hillbilly. So yeah. then we're like, maybe Katie Faulkner. And then I was like, well, why don't we make it French? Katie Lamare. And she's like, well, no. <laughs> <laughs> so we're trying to figure it out. Okay. But, uh, but this year was mostly, uh, I just wanted to put out a lot of material and just sort of keep, you know, play shows as I could. But uh, uh, I wanted to just really be, be recklessly prolific. Yeah, and, okay. That's a good strategy. That was, that was sort of the plan. And I got to do it sort of mildly. I, uh, in, in 2020, I put out three EPs. And in less than a year, I put out four records. Four altogether, including... Like I said, this new record is top shelf. But yeah, I, for people who I, want I to check it out it. again. Like, Ivan Rivers, There's No Such Luck. So then these other ones you put out, this was all this year, right? Eh? One was in 2011. Uh, it was The Fallen Ivan Rivers. 
And then oh yeah, New- I see. Yep. And then on New Year's Day, I dropped "Drag My Corpse" through the Country Music Hall of Fame. And then in June, Stuck Out Here put out the live at Rum Runners album. Yep. And then uh, and then yep. I just uh, danced on over all the streaming services and littered a uh, littered a little project called "There's No Such Luck." And here we are today, guys. Here we are today. <laughs> we made I feel it. Like this, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this uh, new record's getting some good traction too. Like. I'm- Personally, where I feel like everywhere I turn, I'm hearing about it or seeing someone post about it, and I think that's great. Got some like, good I'm, energy. We got some good Apple Music love. They put in a few playlists, which is, you know, just about as good as radio play these days, right? If you're in an, yeah. an official playlist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's sort of a treat. It's nice to like watch people. I can see people Shazam. Oh yeah. Not, so like you know, someone in Maple Creek, Saskatchewan. This is a real town. That's why I know exactly where it is. It's <laughs> based wow. on a true story. It's based on a true story. Uh, I was like, wow. Some of the Maple Creek, Saskatchewan, just like in a cafe. And they're like, oh, what the hell is this? That's amazing. Yeah, that's fun, right? That's yeah, I, like, awesome. I like those playlists. Where you, like, I'm, I'm a YouTube music guy. And um, Emmett, I was flipping through a playlist on YouTube music called... Uh, the Springsteen factor or something like that. And uh, there's a pew pew yep. pew jam on there. Oh, really? And, yeah. The, I was like, that's kind of an honor there. Cause the that's, playlist was based on uh, how <laughs> Springsteen and kind of makes music for the, the working man and the blue collar and like the, the nitty gritty people who make the world go around. So they made this playlist based on uh, that and included bands. And yeah, there's a couple pew 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 jams on there. And I was like, Oh, holy, I'd be honored if I made it on there, but. There's oh yeah, but I mean, I mean, Pew you guys have been. I think you've had some pretty good successes in your careers. Um, you're on Seth Meyers, was it not? Uh, yeah, yeah. And re- just recently, uh, you made it onto the new Tony Hawk uh, soundtrack. That's true. That was pretty, uh, pretty exciting. That's huge. How did that come up? So cool. Uh, yeah, I don't know i don't know any of this kind of stuff really i'm not the best person to talk to about you, how you didn't submit that. anything they like the tony didn't call you no so yeah. as far as i know no direct contact with tony hawk himself <laughs> lounging by the pool with tony and no. fucking seth myers and no no i mean we we said hey with seth myers he was a, a nice guy or whatever but uh but yeah with with tony hawk um i i can assume i guess that he's at least heard the song and approved it yeah, because, uh, he seems to be like pretty hands on with the the music. Yeah, yeah you would think so. Uh, yeah, for sure. Um, he kind of just makes sense that it should be on. But, there, really, uh, yeah, yeah, it was a very like uh, a skateboardy kind of track. I mean, it was it was just really cool because like I that was well, the track called Mid Twenty Skateboarders. So yeah. Fits the- I, I'm not really a video game guy, but that was one that I played when I was a kid because it's like a reissue. Same here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The old one, right? So you just got the call from the other fellas in the band and they're like, hey, guess what? Is that how you heard about it? Well, we were on tour at the time and we, it, like, we we definitely, like, don't really, I don't know. It, we tour in, like, a van staff. And so it's, you know, kind of, it, it's fun, but uh, it definitely wears you down. And I remember that morning we were, like, particularly tired and we were just, like, at a some crappy cafe or something, just, like, trying to stay awake and uh then yeah uh mike got like an email and just like told us about wow it. that definitely like perked up the day it was pretty nice yeah that's really cool mm-hmm. did you guys all pull your decks out and start fucking do christ airs right in the fucking yeah. diner <laughs> and, yeah, that was, uh, <laughs> while riding around the place <laughs> trying to get all, in the van. Get all the gaps <laughs> yeah. 
I manual over to the till. One tour, and it was a real bad idea because, like, the first day I just fell and like hurt myself, and <laughs> yeah, I it was okay. I, I you know it wasn't bad enough to to slow me down or anything. Yeah, they woke me up to the fact that like, oh, that, uh, probably <laughs> leisurely work. walks is a better tour activity, maybe. Yeah, that's the I show did. I want to see though. I want to see the PPP or stuck out here show immediately after. And it hurts himself. I want to see what his staging energy is like <laughs> at that show. I bet you it doesn't change at all. I bet he's still Probably just up not. there bouncing around. Yeah. In excruciating pain, but you wouldn't be able to tell. Well, maybe she was right. Maybe she saw the madness in my eyes. But you might not know. A couple weeks after we made out. Welcome back. The now. Oh, nice. We're oh, switching it up. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, where are you? I'm in the bathroom. This is where I smoke. Oh, cool. <laughs> RJ sits on the toilet and does <laughs> the Don't laundry. Don't tell my mom. <laughs> my mom's downstairs. Don't tell her I smoke in here. She knows every time. I wouldn't Every think time I go downstairs, she's like, I smell cigarette smoke. I'm like, oh, must be someone outside. <laughs> she buys it every time. She's like, oh, yeah, must be. No, she doesn't. She's on to you. She just she's picking her battles. It's like he's gonna keep yeah. doing it. Just let it be. She's yeah, been like playing this game for forty-one years, Reed. She knows what you're it's fucking like three, doing. Three in the morning, the whole building's quiet. Now here's the gurgling of my little fucking bong that I got. Like, <laughs> gurgling through the whole building. Oh, it must have been someone outside. Bad car, <laughs> shitty muffler. So I got some more. Uh, I got some more music questions. If that's all right. Um. Actually, I noticed, Emmett, you have another album online as just you, or what's the deal there? You have a band with you? Yeah, well, it's like me and and a few roommates of mine, well, like some real good friends of mine, uh, we recorded some songs that I had just written that weren't really like stuck at your songs or PPP songs. Uh, so yeah, that's, okay. that's uh, sort of the long and short of it. It's not something that I'm trying to like take too seriously or anything yeah, but, but i am a side thing. yeah yeah but i do have a, another ep that's like kind of ready to go so i'm gonna try and put that out sometime soon and um and a record that's uh, still got a long way to go but has been like started so cool. uh, yeah it, it's just kind of something that i like to chip away at but like uh have an opportunity to like do the album art and like the videos and stuff like that whereas like in a band i would want it to be a bit more of a collaborative thing it's, it's right. just sort of an opportunity to like yeah try stuff that i wouldn't necessarily want to like put the rest of the band through you know right. like my, my own chance to have like a little ego trip and like do yeah, whatever yeah, i, I got gotcha. you so. you don't have to tell me about that one <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Gotta, gotta 
stretch out uh, those different creative muscles every now and then, you know? But, yeah. So that yeah. kind of ties into what I wanted to ask was, um, as far as writing, both of you guys have done a lot of stuff. And I'm wondering, um, are you the kind of people that have like a habit, like once a day, I'm going to sit down and write for an hour? Or is it just like you get a spark and you write a song? Or is it an ongoing thing? Or like, how, how do you write? What is the, uh, what's the aim? What's the focus? How do you go about it? Either one um, of you guys, that's a question for both of you, if you want to. What do you, what do you think? Do you want to go first, Ivan? Sure. Um, you know, I try and write as regularly as I can. I have a guitar. I, I, I basically spend my days off uh, in my music room, standing um, with my laptop with a guitar and playing along to records and then mm-hmm. like trying to like come up with a little pop nugget out of that. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, nothing, not every, not every day, like produces like an actual song or anything, but like I'm able to write at least a song a week, hopefully. If not, and it's and it's mostly just uh, you know, off the off the cuff, a lot of coffee, a lot of caffeine. Yeah. So that's <laughs> what so when you do it, usually you're 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 doing that with the intention of writing. It's not like uh if something pops up, I'll take care of that. It's kind of like I'm, okay, I got a day off, I'm gonna chill out and see if I can write something for six hours and just see what happens. Like that's what you do for fun, basically. Yeah, there was a time in my life when I used to be the kind of guy who'd be like going for a walk, and I have to reach out my phone and go to the notes app and be like, "Okay, I got this hot new idea, this hot new hook." Mm-hmm. Um, but these days, it's more of a conscious effort because uh, I, I really like to have that moment to be able to sit down and do it right. Yeah, and, and really follow a thought all the way through. Usually, like when I'm writing a song, it's I get out the full sketch and the full framework and like the bed of the song. Uh, and if I need to make any corrections, I come back afterwards, but usually it's like a full piece by the time. Yeah. Um, yeah. Writing, writing. <laughs> what about you? I'm it. Reggie boy, you're muted. I saw you react there. Reed, you're muted. Oh, he uh, says, I know. He's okay. Scooping. <laughs> what about you, Emmett? Are you uh, you right when something pops up, or do you take no, time totally. usually to? <laughs> I'm a well. It's funny. I'm I'm the same in a lot of ways. I think like especially in ter- I definitely used to be like a take notes on my phone kind of guy, but uh, I've definitely found that like that's just a way to keep track of a bunch of ideas that I never end up following through. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, so. I you I don't know it, it's pretty sporadic but like usually every few months I'll have a a two week period where I write like 10 songs or something you know like it it doesn't it, it, I guess in that sense it's sort of like whenever it strikes but usually like when it strikes it's for like a longer period of time and I just yeah. kind of sit down every morning and like do it for a couple hours and uh and yeah, usually like have to sort of finish before I end up keeping it at all, you know, I, yeah. unless it is a full song by the time I'm done the first like sit down with it, then like it never really happens. But uh, yeah, it, I guess it happens. Cool. So you fast. get inspired in spurts sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. It happens kind of fast in that sense. But then also like there's a long waiting period between those like spurts usually. So yeah. So you guys kind of both, you have kind of both ends of it. Whereas Emmett, you don't really, uh, if you're not inspired or it's not happening, it's just not happening. Whereas Ivan, you, you kind of like, it's always sort of ongoing. Yeah. I, 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 yeah, yeah. It's, I, I feel like I, 
I want that's what I want to spend my time doing for the most part. Yeah. Yeah. If, I, if I, my optimum day is writing at least a killer, one killer song, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> at least. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. yeah, if I get four or five in, that's fine. If it happens, but. you know, I had that Country Duets album I wrote in my bathroom in January last year, a span of three days. Ten songs, three days, and just wrote them in my bathroom, staring at myself in the mirror. <laughs> and it was why, so why the Why the bathroom? Depression's a weird thing, man. <laughs> right. the weird, Fair enough. The weird thing. I love the bathroom. I spend quite a bit of time in mine just That's hanging true. out. Yeah. You know, it's got good acoustics. It yeah. does. Yeah. <laughs> you ever just take a, sh- a really long, hot shower because you're bored? Yep. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I've actually you know often showers said. Like what? The super long, hot shower. And then you get out and it, you almost feel like you're moving in slow motion because you're just so relaxed from the shower. It's yeah, the best. That. I'm, I'm going to go do that right now. I'll see you guys in a bit. I've actually, I have thought before that like, that's one of the greatest luxuries of living in North America. People like the abundance of food and the American dream. And there's all this other fancy shit. Hot showers is really where it's at. Honestly, a long yeah. hot shower. And then actually I've had people try to make me feel guilty before too, that like, it's bad for the environment and all this. And I think like, what about all those people that race cars or do all this crazy shit for fun? If all I do is a hot shower a week. Yeah. Maybe I'm kind of, you know, digging in more than I need to. I could not do that and give an extra $2 to some kid or something, you know, but it could be a lot worse. A hot shower is really where it's giving $2 to a kid is going to do much for the environment, but it's a a nice thought. (laughs) I don't mean for the environment. I mean, like, I could donate the the money I spent on the heated water. And then it's like, okay, that was a more positive thing in general than my hot shower. But maybe the kid will save all those dollars and buy like a solar panel or something, you know, if everyone. A bunch of people buy a race car and they'll just fuck everything up. That's the thing. Yeah, maybe. Why did I give that kid all that money to buy gas for his race car? What have I done? I should have had a hot shower. Solar panels this year's Furby for Christmas, I heard. So solar panels. Every kid wants one in their stocking. Solar panels and race cars. So we're really going stalemate. We're just staying right where we are. What about a solar powered race car? Now we're thinking. That's the way to do it. Yeah. If we can just Elon get Musk over on here. track with this. I'll send him an yeah. email later. Here, NASCAR. Get him on the phone. <laughs> so yeah, um, I've been, uh, what, what are you sipping on? Me? I got a nice little peach pear LaCroix. Oh, yeah. I'm not on this LaCroix kick yet. I think I should try it out, though. We don't have that around here. It sounds too it's exotic nice, for Goddard. You know, I'm, a, I'm somewhat of a, of, a, of a sparkling water connoisseur. I've, I've got a lot of flavors. I have, I've got six flavors in my fridge right now. Uh-huh. Nice. You know? I got a bubbly nice lime to... on deck ready to mm. go. Oh. Bubbly lime. You know? Yeah, delicious. That's the best. Yeah. Is that yeah. the Michael Bublé kind? That's the Michael Bublé kind. I nice. love I love your wall of uh, PC. You like that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, See, the, the key to this wall is it looks like it's for decoration, but half are empties and half are full. So whenever I need a drink, I can just grab one and away oh. we go. And you the, drink the blue menu is great. The only yeah. the, the only one that's not good is the watermelon. Everyone I've had. Yeah, I do have one of those. Watermelon's fantastic. It's, it's like no good. It's like candy. No. Oh, it's so, it's good. so artificial. It's Might as well good. have a Dr Pepper. If you, if you're drinking that, just have a Dr yeah. Pepper. But if you're but drinking the, the thing, there's no sugar in that, right? That's the treat. 
You get all uh, the all the glory of like a nice like uh, sour <laughs> watermelon candy, but no sugar. It's like Ooh, a diet I, Jolly Rancher. I'd rather take the lime like, soda. Me, I want to yeah. try this. Yeah, I like the mandarin. Mandarin's a good one. Mandarin's good. Yeah. The lemon's great. Classic lemon. Yeah, great. yeah. I'm not a big lemon guy. Uh, I'd rather if I'm going going citrus, I'm going mandarin, or I'm going uh, lime. Lemon, with these, okay, we've never talked about this. What is with people who like? lemon and not lime or like lime and not lemon be real lemon, if you close your eyes and i gave you so one of long. each you'd be able to tell me which is which i think yeah. so yeah easily i don't you know you, I can't, think that, you can't decipher between the two i don't know i feel like they're just they're pretty close to the same lime, lime's almost I sweeter feel, lime's sweeter like yes i would agree mean? and i was gonna say that uh lime has like a bit more of a, a sourness like a bitterness to it mm-hmm. It's delicious. I just can't imagine liking one and not the other. It's like the difference between an orange and a uh, tangerine. tangerine. There you go. Oh, they're way different. Yeah. <laughs> wow. You need okay. to go to the doctor, bud. You need yeah, to go to the doctor's appointment. Today I learned here. that my taste buds are broken. Yeah. You're <laughs> yeah. Mary, I know she's behind the couch. Mary, make him an appointment. <laughs> she doesn't live behind the couch. She's holding the cans up. That's what she does while I record. <laughs> There's no show You'll see them shake every now and again. <laughs> My arms are she's tired. <laughs> she giggles. They, they rumble a bit. She doesn't Mary. laugh at things I say. She's probably under in the humidifier. I guarantee it. <laughs> no, we haven't got one of those. The apartment's yet. real humid this time of year. Oh, um, so I, hot. I think we just uh, we found our poll, our Instagram poll for next week. Whether it's uh, lime or lemon, what's your what's your thing? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I don't know how you could pick. They're the same. Come on, guys. Is this, is this a joke that you guys are in on and everyone's playing this thing against me? We're like, yeah, let's make them think fucking tangerines and oranges are way different. <laughs> good one, Clementines guys. and tangerines taste the same yeah, too, but they, good they one. don't. Of course they do. If, all right. No, they don't. They, I, this, they would just be oranges. Like, this is a trick. Good one. Okay. I'm, I'm making you a doctor's appointment. I don't know who I call the taste bud specialist, but. So I got another question. Um, actually, I got a couple here. I don't know which one to hit up. Um, let's get off the music thing for a little bit. You guys like sports? And if not, what are your <laughs> hobbies? What do you do outside of work and music? What do you like? I uh, you like <laughs> I, I like uh, professional wrestling, you know? Yeah? Cool. Yeah, I really like professional wrestling. Not like doing it. I don't wrestle. <laughs> oh, that's I what I thought I you meant. I had so many no. questions. <laughs> I don't have any hobbies. That's the thing. I don't have any hobbies outside of music. I don't do anything other than music. You're a music guy. I listen to music or I write music or I play music or I read about music. Awesome. You hear that, everybody? So dedicated to his craft. That's where the magic happens. Yep. That's why I have no social skills. That's why. (laughs) I disagree. (laughs) Uh, No. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. That's why I say like interests. I like. I like professional wrestling. That's like the sport I like, I guess. I used to. Who's your favorite wrestler? Do you have a favorite? I like this guy named named Brody Lee. He used to go by Luke Harper in WWE, but now he's over in AEW, which is sort of like the new WCW, if you know what I mean. Yep. Yep. It's like a new uh, organization that's rivaling WWE for ratings. Okay. Yeah. Chris Jericho's on there. Like Jake the Snake will show up and be a manager. And there's a lot of. He's still alive? Yeah, how old is that guy now? He's hobbling in there and div- delivering some amazing promos. Like, he's a master on the mic. 
and he has a wow. lot of menace. He does a lot of good work. And Arn Anderson's there. You know Arn Anderson? Yeah. In front of the Four Horsemen. Yeah. Yeah. We got Cody Rhodes. He's the son of Dusty Rhodes. Oh, wow. oh shit. Yeah, Next it's, Generation. It's, 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 I had no idea. His theme song goes, there's more than one royal family in wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> just, just to fuck with Vince McMahon. Just yeah. to fuck with him. I like that. Yeah. So if you want to get into wrestling and you haven't in a while and you're like, I don't know if I ever thought I could. AEW is really fun. The quality of wrestling is really fun. Uh, it's really high octane matches. You know, really, really good stuff. Yeah. AEW. AEW. Do you watch this shit? Do you uh, you stream it or you have a I, subscription? I, I download, but um, uh, I I do have a subscription to the WWE Network, so like I can watch any WWE programming that's ever existed. Oh uh, wow! And you can go way you, back, way back. You know, any, Mean Street Posse matches. Shoot some Mean Street Posse matches, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow, that'd be great. Me and my buddy, Heavy Kevy Frayne from the London band Ridgeway. He's from Godridge originally, Kevin Frayne. Uh, he, uh, he, we and I get together on Discord and we just watch wrestling matches and, uh, <laughs> and talk shop and talk London, London uh, punk scene politics. It's fantastic. Awesome. Yeah, that's, my ho- that's my hobby. Yeah. <laughs> what about you? I mean, what do you do other than, uh, other than work and music? Uh, yeah, definitely. I mean, like a lot of, a lot of music too, I guess. That is a, a big hobby for sure. But when uh, when the pandemic hit, I took up running. That's been a big hobby. Oh, yeah? And, uh, and I like watching horror movies. That's another big hobby. Nice. Horror movies. Those are probably the big, uh, the big hobbies. I feel like the horror movie genre isn't what it used to be. I think, it's been I a think big few years, you know? It's more like, now I feel it's more like um, shock and gore as a... Uh, as opposed to classic horror it's uh it's getting smart again though you know everybody's trying to yeah they've had some some smart new ones in the past few years some like oscar movies and stuff like that it's coming around they're they're bringing the horror game back like um get out would you put get out as a horror movie i i think so yeah get out's great Yeah. yeah i had a good time with that one for sure i couldn't even tell you another yeah, it's one thing I've never really got into. Like Midsummer. Yeah, Midsummer was great too. That was that was awesome. Ryan, do you remember watching The Conjuring on Sarnia Street? I do. And I then do. we had to watch. We watched it, and we were scared. <laughs> what so we, we had to watch on? half of Rango after a children's <laughs> animated movie to get to sleep. We had to try and calm ourselves down so that we could go to <laughs> I bed. I remember that. I That's couldn't great. go to bed right up. after watching The Conjuring. I was like, Rango was like a Johnny Depp. He was a lizard. Oh, yeah. He was like a spaghetti <laughs> western. He was a lizard. What was by Johnny Depp? And I was like, I can't go to bed right now because I am fucking scared. And then he watched <laughs> Rango got even more scared. Yeah. <laughs> Rango, was, Rango was a top fucking shelf flick. I kind of want to watch it. I wonder if it's on Amazon Prime. I'm going to look for it right now. The Conjuring's good, though, too, eh? It's scary. It's scared me, Oh, man. yeah. It is. That's and then we went and watched Annabelle in the theater. Oh. Like, what were we thinking? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Strangers we, and oh. get scared with strangers? Stupid, stupid you idea. Have a good, you have a good memory. I forgot about all this stuff. Well, I remember Becca got a pop and she got 7-Up and I was like, they have so many flavors. You got fucking 7-Up? It's terrible. <laughs> it's a non-choice. <laughs> a complaint. It was, it, was terrible right. it was Sprite, that'd be a whole other matter. 
totally different. Ryan Blythe Sprite and Seven Up tastes the same though. So, are you guys being serious? Oh my God, are you being serious? If you closed your eyes, you could tell. Honestly, I don't believe you for a second. What about Coke and Pepsi? Oh, yeah. oh my god! Absolutely, Absolutely. yeah. No, <laughs> Mary, get out of the right now. You're going to emerge right after this. <laughs> you guys are crazy. Remind me to never buy you an expensive bottle of wine. No, don't. No, Shit, absolutely don't. No, don't even buy me a cheap one. Give me a case of club soda. And you know what? I don't even care what kind. If it's on sale, that's the kind. <laughs> I gotta rent it. I gotta buy it on Prime. So I got another question off the board. Here we go. We've talked about this before. Ivan, you probably know this because you've been uh, you've been keeping up. Emmett, I'm not sure if you've been listening, but, uh, you know, don't feel obligated to say yes or no. We don't need anybody's feelings getting hurt. Um, okay. <laughs> what's the weirdest place you've ever fallen asleep? Mm. Mm. It's a tough one, eh? That is a hard one. I have to think about this first. Personally, second. actually, we recorded uh, about that, and I thought of my good answer like two weeks after we recorded. So, That's the thing. I got, yeah, like, yeah, it's, it, it's really hard on the spot. All right, we can talk about something else for a bit if you want. And then, well, oh, you well, got I one? Got, can I ask I a add to that. question? Yeah. So, like, is it a place where you have fallen asleep accidentally, or a place where you've gone to sleep that is weird? If, Either, if, I think uh, based on your question, I think whatever you're thinking, you're allowed to say it. That's a qualifying <laughs> answer. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. Well, the, I mean, the weirdest place I have ever gone to sleep was on tour when I was touring with this band called Respire playing trumpet. And uh-huh. uh, we, we were um, doing a tour in Germany and we played this show that was really cool in, in Frankfurt. And it was the last show of the tour. And uh, this kid was putting on the show. He was like a 17 year old kid, real cool kid, seemed to have his shit together and stuff. And then uh, about halfway through the show, he comes up to our singer and he's like, Hey, so uh, the accommodations kind of fell through, but don't worry, we've got another place for you guys to stay. And uh, so we were like, okay, sure. No problem. And so after the show, we followed him to the place and it was like a, a trailer that had a tarp for a roof and it was way out in the woods. Uh, and uh, there was a mattress in it and a what? bunch of empty chip bags and stuff. <laughs> How did they find this place? Like, don't worry, we found another place. Like, wow. That was the place. Yeah. So, uh, an Airbnb or something? <laughs> uh, no, I think somebody, like some, one of their friends, like owned the trailer or something, but like. <laughs> Clearly had you slept there years. You're like, okay, yeah, this is where we're sleeping. Good night. So half the band was like, nope, we're going back to the van. But like there was only so much room to stretch out in the van. So half of us were kind of like, all right, well, if we don't touch anything, maybe we can sleep <laughs> here. <laughs> so yeah, we all put on all of our clothes and then just covered <laughs> like every inch of ourselves we could. And that was that's probably the the worst and weirdest place I've ever That is a great had. answer. Wow. Yeah. You. <clears throat> Ivan, you uh, curled up any odd places before? The, I, I, got, I, I fell asleep in a strange place once. Uh, it was, uh, we were, you know, those, well, yeah, you guys have a song actually. Smudgepot has a song on an old Eternal Bummer Christmas compilation. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We were all on, uh, on an album together at and one point. It was too. Yeah, yeah. 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 I forgot about that. I knocked yeah. that drum track out, one take. That's a great Good night. <laughs> Wait, bam, thank you, ma'am. 
yeah. uh, on, on what I was so getting together the first volume, I was living in Toronto and I went to my buddy Neil Armstrong's house, not the spaceman. The astronaut? Oh, okay. Not, <laughs> not, not, not the actually the spaceman. Okay. He does have a band called Martian Crisis Unit, but that's unrelated. Oh, that band. Oh, wow. I like <laughs> They're a great band. I was, he's, he was, uh, had a little project for, uh, this, uh, for this Christmas album called Gangrene and Blue. And he wanted me to record uh, some guitar on there. But I was like pretty wham-bammed on some Crondon. And, uh, and I was a little loose. <laughs> um, and I was recording the guitar part. And I fell asleep and I was playing it. And I was like <laughs> sleeping while playing the guitar part. And he used that and put it on the tail end of the song. <laughs> it was pretty great. The snore solo. Yeah, exactly. Uh, exactly. Yeah. This isn't somewhere I've fallen asleep, but I've, I witnessed someone. Uh, I watched Gary Brandon fall asleep at a ZZ Top concert that we went to for John Graham's 50th birthday. What sitting down? I remember we were all there. Yeah, we were all sitting down, and I looked down the row, and Gary Brandon is out cold in the middle of the ZZ Top concert. That always Good makes times. me laugh when you see people like fucking full on asleep at a rock concert. It's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. ZZ Top I got is into it a little too deep. Hanging out this show. Yeah. They're, they're thirty years older than Gary is. They're awake, but no, Gary's <laughs> shutting her down. It's funny then, when it's like little kids too, who like clearly went to the concert because their parents are like fans of the band, and they're just like, "Nope, like fuck it, I'm going." To- <laughs> yeah. I would rather be asleep right now. <laughs> um, what's the I most? Uh, speaking of that, what's the uh, best show you guys have ever been to? You're allowed to say one that you've you've played. If there's one really memorable where you were on stage, that's fine too. But uh, most memorable or favorite or best best show. I'm assuming you guys have been to a number of shows. Ooh, ooh, yeah, that's that's hard, man. You can do top three, top five, something like that. Whatever. <clears throat> there have been a lot of really important shows, you know. So it's hard to pick the best ones. Important? Yeah. What do you mean, like sentimental value or? Uh... Yeah, yeah, okay. Definitely. Sentimental value, and also, you know, just like seeing. Uh, I'm sure like Ivan maybe well all of you guys that have played like it's the same thing you like see something that maybe like inspires you to like do something different in the way that you play or like I don't know yeah yeah huge it's uh, I'll I'll tell a story while you guys are thinking if you want I've never told this to you guys I don't think but the first show I ever saw was uh, I was working at JD's with Wayne and Al Carlos, and they were talking about going to London this night after we're going to call the office I didn't even know what that was I was probably 15 or 16 and they're like, you want to come? So four of us got in. It was a bench seat, small pickup truck. I think it was Wayne's dad. We all piled in. We go to the show and I saw the uh, Spitfires first. I think it was a band from out West. Uh, Wayne knew them and he had told me that, but I didn't believe him because to me, people on stages were like untouchable, right? I only knew rock stars like on the radio. And he's like, I know the bass player in this band, they're playing tonight. So, so we get there and this guy starts talking to him and I don't know who the guy is. Suddenly he's like, oh, I got to go. I got to get up there. And he gets up on stage. So right away, I'm like, well, this is kind of cool. Like make a little connection with music. Like I didn't know you were allowed to just be a human and also be that guy. So that was cool. So we see the Spitfires and then uh, the Circle Jerks were headlining. So the Uh, first pretty well-known band I ever saw is uh, the Circle Jerks. They get up on stage and like kind of just letting their instruments ring out. You know, there's a lot of noise. And Buddy gets up on stage and chugs his beer. He's got a full one in one hand. 
He chugs one, shakes up the other one, sprays it all over the crowd, and then smashes the empty bottle of the other one on the ceiling over top of the crowd. And then the show starts. <laughs> it was the first show I was ever at. I was like, and all these people are just as crazy as him, you know, to me. It was just like, this is wild. But yeah, that was, that was the first, uh, it was pretty memorable. <laughs> That's awesome. I would so love to see everyone had glass in their hair the rest of the night, but it was pretty good. Whew. I saw a really good. I've seen, you know, I've seen a lot of shows. Yeah, shows. that's what I figured. But, uh, one of the one of the best ones, and <laughs> I guess even now it's probably over ten years ago now. But uh, it was down at the Sound Academy, which is now Rebel and used to be the Docks. Um, I I saw this lineup was the Menzingers, Tim Barry, and the Gaslight Anthem. Whoa, that's and a was, show. That was a show. And it was Menzingers before On the Impossible Pass. So it was Jimmy and uh, Waits. Okay. They played and they were new and they sort of warmed up the crowd and everyone was sort of into it. Tim Barry came out, one guy at acoustic guitar and shut up the entire place. Like no wow. one was talking. Yeah, like, you know, like that you have those shows where like it's a guy and acoustic guitar and most of the, half the audience is not giving a shit at all. Yeah. Were, like yeah. stunned, stopped and watching. That's ballsy to follow up a full band like the Menzingers. You're going to go up there with your acoustic. Like to be confident doing that. That that even that says something. It's wild. Yeah, you're sandwiched between you're sandwiched between Menzingers and Gaslight Anthem with your acoustic guitars. Like, yeah, you got a lot on your plate there. And he <laughs> yeah. made it work. I went with uh, Graham and Cam, uh-huh. and uh, and it was it was wild. And then and then a Gaslight came out, and it was on tour for uh, American Slang. Oh, oh wow. really? And so um, that that album is my favorite album of theirs, and so it was just it was out of control. That was yeah. like that was like a top. That was like one of the only shows that you go to where top to bottom, every single act is blowing you away. Yeah, like like you walk away a bigger fan or a new fan from everybody. Like yeah, it was, it was incredible. Yeah, that's a good one. Mm. That would be a good fucking show. What about you, Emmett? Got any uh, show that stands out? E- well, yeah, I think. Uh, I gotta say it was pretty recent actually, but one that like really, it was just perfect for me was uh, seeing the original Misfits. Yeah. uh, In back in like December, I guess. Um, So that was pretty cool because I've been a Misfits fan my whole life pretty much. They've been like one of my favorite bands forever. And I always said to myself, like, ah, you know, the original lineup's never gonna get back together. Yeah. They do. I'm going to be there, you know? Yeah. And it was, uh, it was in Philadelphia. Uh, it was dropkick Murphy's opened or no agnostic front opened and then dropkick Murphy's and wow. then and it was crazy. Whoa. It was, like just wild. Like I've always been hesitant with this new misfits just because of the age and stuff. I was like, ah, it's not the same. It's, you know, that it just, it's the idea of it is neat, but I don't know if I want to pay that much and it's not the same, but you maybe have convinced me that uh, it is uh, worthwhile. It's funny. Ivan has maybe heard this because I I described the show before, but like um, it struck me as like, they literally have not changed at all. It was not like a big stadium band. It was like a punk band playing in an arena, you know, like they have like, finish the songs and their instruments would like ring out and then it would be super quiet for like way too long. And then uh, <laughs> and like everyone sort of like cheers and then it like dies out and gets weird. And then like Danzig would say something like, 
I don't know, like we got hundreds of songs. Like, just what do you want to hear? And everyone would like yell something. For, like thousands of people screaming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they'd like pick whatever they wanted. They're like, oh, I'm gonna one, two, three, four, and then like in again and like really loud for a minute and a half. Wow. And then, like, just repeat for like. So, so it's the same show they would have played if you saw them like in a garage. That was kind of how it struck me anyway. Yeah, it was just like noisy and like shitty and like the guitars were out of tune, but like just so like powerful and huge and pummeling and like the whole arena was singing along because like everyone knows these songs at this yeah. point. Like, whew, it was really cool. Awesome. Yeah. What was the, uh, what would you guys say is the first band that that really got you, that really touched you? Not like some catchy song you had in your head for a couple of days, but something that you were like, you know, really touched you. For me, it was probably some 41. Yeah. Because uh, I remember I heard one of their songs. Some older kid on the bus had like a mixed CD that he let me listen to. And I heard uh, one of their songs and it was right around the time I was like trying to figure out how to play guitar. And uh, it was it was that song In Too Deep. I don't know. I was going to say, please yeah, tell yeah. me it was In Too Deep. There yeah, was yeah, a pretty so girl like, in the video and I recorded yeah. it and used to watch it so much. I love that song. <laughs> it's a great song. <laughs> That album is awesome. And that song has this like crazy guitar solo. So I remember hearing it and being like, whoa. Like, is that, that all killer, no filler? Was that the album? Yeah. 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 Lives up to the name, you know? That <laughs> was a good album. It is a good album. But yeah, so that was kind of the first band after the, hearing that song. And like, I got a guitar book of that album too. So I was oh, definitely wow. like fucking around with that for years. And that really like informed a lot of music that I got into afterwards. So guitar is your first instrument. Uh, or you know was but like when i was a little kid guitar was right, the first okay. one i kind of like did on my own like i took yeah. lessons but it was more like you know some something my parents yeah. Up for, yeah something about those bands that have a guitar player playing bass it's like they're all they're all the best ones you know yeah <laughs> yeah or even a drummer like you said ivan pat actually has guitar he knows how to play guitar mm -hmm. i, I love that yeah, maybe that's why it's so fun playing that's, with Pat because we're we both play guitar. We know yeah, what, what that's, that's all about, you know. That's the great thing about stuff out here. We have a jazz educated rhythm section. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> like, you, don't, you don't have that a lot in a lot of punk bands, you know. Just have that. Yeah, those fundamentals, you know. Yeah, <laughs> top notch songwriters too. I know you'd you'd be uh, thing, yeah, you'd be unmodest and you don't want to hear it, but it's uh, world class. But yeah, Ivan, what about you? Fan. You're uh first first artist or band that really really hit you i mean I, I always liked music as a kid and uh but the one that got started when i started feeling complex uh puberty emotions uh, uh -huh. <laughs> was probably blink 182 or boxcar racer uh, which oh, was that it was project. that phase when he branched uh, out a little bit <laughs> when he had that yeah like before like blink 182 had a few breakup songs and like they had like the serious songs and that kind of stuff and they could get moody uh -huh. boxcar racer like that was like the first sense of like emo influence in my, in my yeah life, you know what I mean? and uh and man they had some great songs i remember uh my grade eight girlfriend lisa ducharme our song was there is by boxcar racer oh yeah gosh, gosh did it stick for such a long time afterwards man <laughs> <laughs> But then there's, you know, those, they have those uh, emo nights in, in, in metropolitan cities. Like in Toronto, they have, uh, they have Homesick, where they just play emo and pop punk songs all night, right? Okay. 
they have these like little dance parties and you know you, you dance to your scene music every time i go there i i'd be like yo play there is by boxcar racer <laughs> <laughs> just get Please. the cheeks wet <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then just like me alone on the dance floor this vacation's useless <laughs> <laughs> looking at the people on the wall like oh you guys feel this yeah <laughs> that's awesome that record before or after the self-titled record that's before because the whole reason they got so edgy on the self-titled record was because mark was sort of jealous that Uh tom could be serious right he was like i could be serious too those could have been like winning two songs right and that was like sort of the whole vibe and uh you know those two can't they just get along i know didn't uh travis go with him for boxcar racer Exactly. It was just yeah. Big Me Too without, <laughs> without yeah, yeah, so it was kind of a shot. It was a bit of a job to old Mark. Yeah. And then, well, and Mark retaliated with plus forty four, right? And Travis did that too. Yeah, what was that it? was after that was after Travis uh, is a slut. The fucking drum oh, yeah, will play with everybody. He's not saying no to anyone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Reach, what do you got going on there? The volume's up pretty hot. Yo, did you just turn yeah. it on? It's a guilty pleasure of mine, and it's been in my Are head. Are you watching Judge Judy again? No, I turned Rango off. Um, <laughs> I put Tove Low on. It's fucking pop music, but it's fucking good. You guys know Tove Low? Yeah, that song High All the Time or whatever. Yeah, but it, she's a dirty little girl. She fucking <laughs> writes good <laughs> pop jams, this man. This is a weird <laughs> uncle shit. <laughs> No hands. I think there's a song called Disco Tits by Tolo. This is the kind of shit you do when you're not talking to people on the phone. Digwise is what I'm talking about. Digwise is jealous that he's not doing what I'm doing right now. When he listens to this pod, he's going to be like, oh, that doesn't sound good. That sounds like a good time. Wow, I'm disgusted. Well, just so you guys know, we're down to uh, we're down to two and a half minutes. So you've been real generous with your time. Any parting words? Um, uh, I mean, anything you want to talk some shit about Patrick before we go? Yeah, you're you're more than welcome. If you want to take a couple jabs at the boys, you guys have the last word here. So uh, what, do we, what do we got on Pat and Cam? Anything? Well, Pat, uh, <laughs> Pat, that's uh, Mr. Drums, right? Mr. Drums. Yeah, he is. Right? Mr. Drums. Yeah, but I once saw him play a piano. So I <laughs> take that. <laughs> Loser. <laughs> Got him. All right. <laughs> Mr. Drums. Uh, but piano's a percussion instrument. Keep it out of here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think that's a great note to end on. Yeah. Fuck it, right? <laughs> All right. Thanks a lot, guys. Really, yeah, really thanks, appreciate your fun. time. That was awesome. Time. So much fun. Just want to give a quick thank you to uh, the boys from Stuck Out Here, Cram, Platt, Isaac, Emirat. You're very kind with your time. We really appreciate it. We had a really good time. Hope you did too. We'll be right back with more Yammering. But first, here is Stuck Out Here from their 2019 release, Until We're Each Someone Else, with the song Hangover Sex.
Oh man. <laughs> For A, what a good time. Read your Not boys. Yeah, yeah. What's up? Hey, oh, there. Man, ask, ask him the head questions. The real head ones. Ooh. Coming in hot with a hard question. Here Ooh. we go. Okay, hit me. What's your what's your tang to water ratio? Oh, excellent question. The packaging can go fuck itself. All right. Cause it's fucking bonkers. What do they got? Like one teaspoon of water per package of mix? Like it's ridiculous. I didn't even read the box. I was more just confused by the box that I bought it had like three somewhat large yep. packages in it. Yeah. Oh, yep. That's fairly standard. That's the that's the default of the Tang Co- Corporation. Um, I take a package and I chuck it in a juice jug. You got a juice jug? A pitcher, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Wing it full of water. I go. I can put yeah. a lot of water. Like that. Them shits is sweet, right? It really is. Dark yeah, I've been sugar. going like maybe a third of a package for one of these shaker cups. Maybe like maybe even less. Yeah, maybe a fourth. Like this. This mother bitch right here, I get three of these out of a package. All right. It sounds like I'm doing it all right then. Yeah, you're nailing it, crushing it, bro. <laughs> Excellent. I'm really glad <laughs> we, we had this talk. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta adjust here because I got shit on the go. Nice. Look at this. Like, like see this what I got happening here? What do you have over there yeah. covering up your sign? Mail. You got mail there. Okay. We have the hammer mail. No, I, I wanted to ask a question. Um, did we ever get to the bottom of how much uh, what like how much mail stickers are? What are those called stamps, not mail stickers. Uh, <laughs> I paid uh, I paid over twenty dollars for twenty stickers. No, for it was oh. uh, twenty envelopes that were already um, like the the stamps printed on the envelope. What do you mean printed? I just got this. I wrote the address on it. I don't need. I wrote the address. I got the postal code, what have you, the names on there. I just got to check a mail sticker on it. Take it, take it into the uh, post office and and ask them. Because what I did was I waited in line for way too long, and then I I'm got really up to, to the avoid front. That. Yeah, no, that's what you're gonna have to do. I got up to the. They got a box down in front of big layers. Big layers got one down there. I just want to chuck a sticker on her, throw it in the box, and give a big layer on my way by. Yeah, I don't know. No, you gotta you gotta play by the rules, Reach. Mm-hmm. You don't want to upset Canada Post. It's going to Port Franks. It's going to Port Franks. Like one mail sticker should cover it. They make the world go round. It's going to Port Franks. Go for a fucking bike ride, man. What are you mailing hey, shit to Port Franks? You go for a fucking bike ride, guy. Okay. <laughs> if I lived five minutes from Port Franks, I would. I don't live five minutes from Port Franks. I don't think I know where Port Franks is. Other side of Grand Bend. Yeah, that's far. Yeah, you can't bike yeah. there. <laughs> Sorry, I thought it was north to Goderich. I'm thinking of Point Farms. <laughs> Sorry. You yeah. that Tyson, you ready for this? Yes. Oh, is that a spicy Asiago? Yeah, bitch. I've been waiting forever to bite into this motherfucker. <laughs> I almost picked one up on the way home. I'm not even kidding. I had to drop That's the kids off want- the Humane Society. That's why you wanted to start the pot early. Fucking hungry. I got a fucking hot sandwich. 20 minutes ago. I'm going to go. You guys are. I had a hot sandwich. I'm actually really impressed that you didn't eat it. My first one ever. All right, here we go. So I'm up there. I'm up there at the counter and I'm all like, give me the, it's a mouthful of ordering this bitch. It's like, give me the Asiago Chicken Ranch Club. And she fires at me. 
spicy homestyle or grilled? And I'm like, spicy homestyle. <laughs> She's like, oh, what? Like, you can see your brain. Like, <laughs> that's two different oh, kinds. Spicy homestyle. Like, yeah, big spicy homestyle. <laughs> and she's like, oh, spicy? I'm like, yeah, homestyle. <laughs> <laughs> I frazzled her, man. I frazzled her. I'm like, I want a, I want a spicy and I want a crunchy. I want a fucking no grilly. Give like, it, yeah, coming up. Say, give it, give it to me the same way the guy who gets 20 of them a month in Kingston gets them. Corporate's probably talking about you enough that they know what that means. Give me the Tyson. You know yeah. he's in the newsletter. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Keeping the really? gardener's road branch. And I like that business. spice comes in on the back end there. Yeah, right? Sit <laughs> ah. the tail in there. It's like, oh, there he is. All right, that's it. I'm going to Uber Eats one of these fucking things right now. Hopefully oh, before man. we're done. I as well. I might get have the, to as well. Get the delivery guy on the pod. No, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to yell up to Mary when the doorbell Mary, goes. Yeah, up. To the neighbors. So, uh, they don't. Mary, they don't the have it on uh, Uber Eats here. You have to do skip the dishes. Oh, oh my yeah. god! Oh god! Oh lord! You get someone mm. else to bring it to you. <laughs> so what's changed. the review, Reach? First, uh, first bite there. How are you feeling? Are we happy? Shit ranch, garbage ranch. That's a, That's a bad rant. Yes. Garbage ranch. Everything else? Crushed it. They have good fries there too, eh? How's yeah. the poutine? I'm good. No poutine? Come mm-hmm. on, man. That's important. Did you mm-hmm. take down a Frosty? Nope. Oh, wow. I didn't have much time, okay? All right, fine. I was actually so close to picking one up, but I had laundry in the dryer here at my building, and I was like, I was rushing home to get the laundry out. Yeah, I got you. Know, <laughs> once it was once it was finished, I didn't want it sitting in there. I don't fucking trust these people. Uh-huh. Oh, really? You think someone's gonna steal your goodies? Your socks nah, and shit? Want... Nah, it was actually just fucking sheets. My uh, they start touching them and shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't want their greasy fucking fingers on my bedding. Oh. Yeah, yeah. And then they're, they're trying shit on, putting it back. Fuck off. All right, here's a question yeah. for you, Tealy. When you're thinking of like the people in your building, you don't want them touching your sheets. What uh, demographic are you picturing? Because my initial, my initial one, my head, for some reason, went to a uh, little old lady. But I feel like she's not touching your sheets. So who are we afraid of? Uh, so they're, my, my building, my area in general, is quite low income. Um, some, there's some different people in this building, for sure. There's one the lady pores. in particular. You got a couple of the pores. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> The pores. <laughs> so there's this one lady in particular who's uh like probably like probably only like 40 years old, but she looks 52. And yes. uh, she, I say hi. <laughs> she waddles around <laughs> a couple times a day walking her dog, and uh she's real chatty, just really wants to make conversation. And I don't they think I've ever are. seen her wear a different pair of clothes. You don't want her touching your fucking sheets, that's what you're saying. Oh, yeah, pretty much, man. <laughs> When I Those are my kind of people, man. Those are my low people. income Lucy. Don't touch my fucking bedding. I'll be down in a minute to get it out of the dryer. <laughs> I'm gonna start calling her Lil. Low income Lucy. <laughs> That's me. Shams. Don't touch my pillow, Shams. For all you listeners out there, we're all poor too. So. No, I was gonna say we're all we're all poor too. So give us a break. Oh, forget. Oh, I'm so poor. I can't even afford the whole word. Oh. 
teammates are good out there, dirty. Hey, I got a new, uh, you guys are going to love this. New chunk of cardboard. Oh, nice. You, you got some notes? This is a paper towel tube that I ripped down one side. <laughs> got a bit of a bend to it still. That's nice. Yeah. I do have some notes here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys oh, want to hit up the uh, the Yam Jams straight away or no? Hey, that's on my notes. It's on my notes. Hey, do you guys see? Yeah. See over here? Not that being Mario? a team player today. He's being a fucking real piece of work. I'm going to have to bench him. Can you... <laughs> underneath that, is that your... Uh, what's it called again? Card catalog? A card file drawer, yes. Card file drawer, that's what that is? Okay. Brought her in from the shed. Didn't want her to seize up in the cold weather. I don't know if that's a thing. I'm kind of uh, upset that yep. I shaved this ridiculous thing in my face oh, for I don't, four days now, and you guys don't shadow. even notice. It's not funny yet, eh? That was a oh, shadow I, from I the noticed. peak of your hat. Oh, all right. It'll get funnier. It'll get funnier. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Look, that's pretty good. Oh, yeah, it is. Don't get I do on. look like one of those guys now who has season tickets to OHL games. You do standing room only. I got a little bit of wings. He's gonna be a big deal hair. next year. He's Come gonna be here. a big deal next year. Rangers be stupid <laughs> if they don't pick him up. Be stupid. Exactly. I'm one of those guys now. So yeah, you guys want to hit up Yam Jams? How you feeling? I'm really excited about mine. That's why I want. I want to get to it. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm who's, ready. who's going first? Um, one, two, three, not it. I'll fucking go. I'd be happy to yeah. go first. All, All right, right, here we go. You fucking go, guy. All right. Did you listen to the song I sent you, Reach? No, I wanna. I wanna. I wanna have time. Okay, fine. I wanna then. rush through it. Fine then. So, I was going through the uh, Ivan Rivers catalog just because he's mm. uh, a guest this week, and um, I ended up in the Mikey Chuck Rivers section. Oh, I, I love that going, section. I was there last back. week too. He has an album. Uh, I'm looking at it on uh, Apple Music. The album is a country album from 2016, and it's called It's Mikey Here, the Lost Mikey Chuck Rivers album. Track three, I Don't Believe in Anything, is my yam jam for this week. Um, That recording is awesome. That's what hit me hard and made me think, okay, I got to look into this one a little more. So then I went on the YouTubes. There is a live recording from six years ago. Um, the channel's called Swamp Songs. I think it's a studio in Lucan, not 100% sure. I think it's Swamp Songs. Yeah, mm-hmm. Mikey Chuck Rivers, I Don't Believe in Anything, live at Swamp Songs. That is a punch in the feels. It is an incredibly good song. That's good my pick. jam for this week. Good pick, bro. Thank you. Right, I'm Thank add- you. I'm adding it right now to the Yam Jams list. Um, RJ, would you like to go next? Yeah, I got this. Following suit here, I went with the fellas in uh, a pew, 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 after having uh, Isaac and Everett on there, good boys. And I figured uh, it's only fitting if I choose the song Asshole Pandemic. No COVID-19, but we've been dealing with it a lot longer. They're everywhere, I tell you. Them assholes. And it has probably the best lyric of all time. In this song, why is that fucking dick got to be such a cock? It's gold right there. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. So pew, pew, pew with asshole pandemic. All right. It has been added. Um, 
So my Yam Jam of the week is uh, a mixtape song off the album Ordinary <laughs> Silence. Hmm. And it is You Look Like Springtime. And uh, it's uh, just been such nice weather the last five days. And I don't know what it is. When it's sunny outside, I listen to mixtapes. Every fucking spring, I go through a mixtapes phase. And just hmm. we hit this fall weather, a little touch of spring. And I don't know. I uh, <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I just had them kind of on shuffle, their entire discography. And this song came on. And it just hit me the right way. And I fucking favorited it on my Spotify. I was like, yep, that's my end jam this week. Beautiful. They do sound bright. They got a bright it's a seasonal, sound seasonal band. Oh man, they're so good. Yeah, I miss those guys. Good. I haven't listened to them in forever. Good pick, man. Good pick. Yeah, I love this is gonna be a banger playlist, man. Like it's gonna be great. Yeah, like so. Today I was on uh, YouTube Music mucking about, and because um, I sent that one playlist to Emmett, the Springsteen effect that uh, Pew 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 is fe- featured on. And I did a screenshot of the playlist and then scroll capture, scroll capture. So like the picture is like this long when I finally <laughs> send it to him. Cause I did the whole fucking playlist, like 180 songs. And he's like, yeah, I can't read that man. Like it's all blurry. <laughs> I'm like, uh-huh. well, yeah. I'm like, well, you're in there. I swear to God. <laughs> I'm like, funny. if I went into YouTube, I'm like, oh, if you search it in YouTube, you'll find the playlist. You don't have to be in YouTube music, just on YouTube. You can search for it as well. And um, where was I going with this story? Oh yeah. YouTube music. I'm like, I wonder if I can send a track to another person who has YouTube music. Cause I know Derek wise has it. So I'm trying to find him in there, but I find him and <laughs> I start going through his playlist. Oh boy. And there is, one playlist that has the worst song I've ever heard in my entire life. And I immediately take a snap of myself listening to this terrible song on his playlist. And I'm just going, why? Why is this a thing? And I send it to him. He's like, it's not that bad. I'm like, it is. It is that bad. It was Billy Ray Cyrus covering LL Cool J's Mama Said Knock You Away. <laughs> oh, my goodness. What in the <laughs> hell is going on? At what point was Billy Ray like, you know what I should do? That LL track. <laughs> and, and, and the Billy Ray people were like, yep, yep. And LL was cool that he's like, yeah, give her a go, fella. DRC, <laughs> see what you can do. Oh, God, it was terrible. Yeah. Hey, I got I good news here. I got good news here, fellas. Oh, uh, Wendy's is a go. Mary's, Mary's out and about shopping right now. And uh, she just texted and said, uh, I'll pick it up. Don't do not do uh, Uber Eats. I don't want to cook. So, Tilly, what, what is it that you order? Uh, so, it's the Asiago on, Chicken Club Sandwich. And you're going to have an option of whether you want it spicy, homestyle, or grilled. And you most definitely. Chicken club. I'm ordering five guys right now. What? I, I don't what? have skip the dishes. And I, I just, I got this uh, on Uber. I just signed up for a month of uh, free delivery plus 5% off your order. If you order more than $15 worth of food. Oh my God. <laughs> so I know oh, this is a big topic of discussion. I feel, you know, it's one topping that I enjoy. Reggie boy, which you have shown your distaste for. 
I'm what? embarrassed to say this. You can't get relish. Oh! <laughs> like I punched him in the gut there. Oh! <laughs> Quit chopping up the pickles. Leave them alone. They're fine. <laughs> you, know? you don't need to chop them up. Chuck sugar on them. They're okay. That's what it is. Just another excuse to have sugar. Nobody's ever been like, I wish I could spread these pickles. Not a thing. <laughs> put them on there. You just reminded me of, a, I don't know why this just clicked in my brain, something with relish, but uh, one of my first shifts at the docks, so way back, like 2012 or something. Um, this is just a funny Coco moment. Um, he was he was telling me something about uh, something to do with the chicken breasts or something, the chicken ciabattas, some, anyways. Um, and some of the chicken breasts aren't as uniform as the others. So he was telling me, use this one for this, whatever. And then, uh, and then I noticed, you know, there was some of these smaller chunks. And I said, uh, what do you do with the gangly bits? And he said, the what? And I was like, the gangly ones. And then he understood what I meant and told me or whatever. But I could see the wheels turning in his head. And he kind of said, gangly. Like, like, you know, that was a good word. But he didn't say anything. About six <laughs> hours later, he's got a big <laughs> bucket in front of him. And he's making uh, he's making tartar sauce, so he's got the mayonnaise in there and a bunch of relish, and then uh, and then he says, uh, "Hey, Moni, uh, come over here. I'll just show you the recipe for the tartar sauce." So uh, when we make it, you want to put about this much mustard in it. And he points into the bucket, and I look in, and on top of the tartar sauce, written in mustard, it says "gangly." <laughs> <laughs> oh, not even related <laughs> no not at all and it was like the yeah it was the word gangly i wrote been... it in mustard and yeah it was really the long game like it was it was at least four hours four to six hours later he wrote gangly <laughs> on the tartar sauce <laughs> that was one of my gangly. first ships i was like who is this guy this is so funny nice. here's the thing about relish Okay. There's a, lot, there's a lot of different kinds of relish. Like your green hamburger relish, garbage. We got, we, we, we got, we got, we got corn relish. We got. Oh, that's a good pickle, one, right? Dill pickle relish, shit's banging. You know, they're wrong with that. No, there's all oh, kinds just, of relish. It's just a standard relish you're not into. That that green hamburger relish. Gold yeah, yeah, I can relish. agree with that. Uh, I don't mind it every now and again. No, you do mind it. You do every every time and again. <laughs> I, w- I would have put it on my uh, – I sent you guys a message today. The uh, listeners won't know this. For lunch today, a guy at work – we're working at a place with a barbecue. So he brought a mm. pack of hot dogs. There's more hot dogs than buns. So I ended up eating a two-banger for the first time in my life. What? How's that about – how's that – I can't believe two wieners on ever. one bun. I don't know. I've never had to do that before. I, now that I've done it, um, yeah, like, I'll do it again. It's it not a necessity or not. Goofing off at a family barbecue. Hey, hey, check two wieners in the bun there, <laughs> Uncle Terry. Ha ha, look at me. I've wrapped two buns around one wiener before, but never two wieners in one bun. You are the only person who has ever done that. You never I was totally chugged. joking. I've never done that. Oh, but um, yeah. I would have put relish on that if I had it. It just wasn't an option, but I would have. Gross. The world right. is our burrito. You look like there's something you want to talk about here, Reed. You got cardboard out. What are we doing? I got a Where are we? couple of things. Uh, my one, my first note here says, "Golf guy." Did you see him? 
Golf guy? Yeah. The name was Jeff something. Um, practice round at the uh, Masters. Oh, he skipped it over the water. Skips her over the water, hole in one. That's incredible. Guess what I what? found out? Did that shit intentionally. No. The old yeah. skipper. Actually, yeah, I guess. Because those guys don't fuck up across like that. The water. It was unbelievable how well the shot was. Like two skipper across the water and it like crawled up the fucking bank onto the green. The way it just came up there. It was like, oh, okay. They should just Jeez. declare him the winner. Imagine Masters is canceled. This fucking guy wins. Here's your golf trophy. It covers all of them. Couple million dollars. Yeah. It was wild. That's amazing. I didn't see that. Did that happen today? Uh, Just the other day. Yeah. Jeff something. Look up Jeff golf guy. Hole in one. (laughs) I like how you stroke the, the things off as we go. Yep. <laughs> oh, I got one here for you, Tyson. Reach talks on right. the podcast like it's his chores list. His shopping <laughs> list, you know? Yeah, yeah, we got uh, that one. Okay. That one this off. one here just says MMA thing. I'm trying to remember what that note was about. <laughs> I'm going to guess it uh, had to do with Conor McGregor uh, signing nope. the contract to fight again. No? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. It was a fight. Reach, do you, uh, are you a checkmark guy or do you stroke them right out? Squirrely squiggles. Squirrely squiggles. Okay. Gotcha. You know what I mean? Yep. Oh, yeah. Um, it was a fight. It was an outdoor fight. Uh, like, it was still in the, in the octagon there. But Buddy, maybe he was a boxer. I don't know. I might be making some of this up. But uh, he, he wailed him. And Buddy was out cold before he hit the mat. And he went down. And guy got on top of him, just started wailing him in the face, as you do, right? But the ref was just like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, I like what you're doing here. Mm-hmm. Good Dude, technique on that left. Stop him already. Like, he was out cold before he hit the fucking floor. And then Buddy just pounced on top of him, just kept wailing him. And the ref was just like, right on. Looks good. Looks good. Good form. And he got the probably, I'm going to say seven fucking full-on head whales in before the ref was like all right that's about enough of that like this guy could have done some serious damage to the fella oh he probably did he probably gave that guy some serious after he the the ref fucking called pull like hey hey that's enough the guy was wailing on him like picked up the dude he's like get up come on like he knew he should have stopped hitting him but yeah it's not the odd time that that does happen it's very hard to watch and yeah it was hard watch and the even the commentators were just like yes what's up with this ref here uh, like it was brutal i know it was an outdoor match um the guy was just fucking dummied and what do you see that on the book the insta the reddit i forget yeah i think where are you bumping around these days i was probably a feed somewhere follow fucking i don't know sports thing oh yeah yeah i got a couple hockey notes Um, here Speaking of was, MMA, I just want to jump into that before we go back to the uh, over to hockey. Um, the Luke Thomas podcast, the one of the most recent Joe Rogan ones with Luke Thomas. Um, he's an MMA journalist, uh, but he also goes on a rant at one point about um, performance enhancing drugs and sport, and it's a pretty fascinating talk. Like um, talking about how, like, if you think there isn't PEDs in every goddamn professional sport, then like you're out yeah, to lunch. Absolutely. And, uh, 
It just depends how you like define it, though, of, right? There's a lot of benefit. There's a lot of benefit in even taking like micro doses of the testosterone or the growth hormone or whatever, like amounts that like are not even traceable by it. Like, it's just like the athletes are so ahead of the testers. Like USADA is such a joke. Yeah. It depends how you define it though. Cause even like, like technically any food would be performance enhancing. So then you got to start drawing lines between like, well, no, but I mean, he defines performance enhancing as like testosterone growth hormone. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 Cause yeah, like coffee is a pee. Right, right. right. So of course yeah, there's all that's that not shit. What he's talking there's about. all sorts of shit in sports, but you mean stuff they've actually outlawed. Yes. He's talking banned mm-hmm. substances. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, look at that fucking eye roll by rage. Sorry, buddy. Fucking right. You gotta get big old eye roll there. <laughs> Bring up that one. And, uh, well, I, I'm again, had a bowl of cereal. Sugar. Well, I'm just saying, yeah, there's, of course there's all that shit in every sport, depending on where the line's drawn. There's all that stuff in every part of life, depending on where the line is. Absolutely. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you want to get through this list too? We don't have all night. Okay. <laughs> Last night about fucking four in the morning, I wake up. I'm like, this is a good time to be awake. There's nothing to do. So I get on YouTube and get in a wormhole and I come across this 20 minute video of 90s NHL penalty shots. There was a lot of penalty shots in the 90s. And you clicked on that? You were like, yes. I I watched the whole thing. (laughs) Cranked it up as loud as I could in the bathroom. Echoing. It's the only sound in town. Just ripping out the windows. Warm last night. It's cold as shit now. Big Lair's looking out his window down the street. What the fuck's going on? Oh, yeah, that pop van and the Hawks. Yeah, I remember that one. I swear I heard a goal siren. What's going on out here? It's a blanket side. (laughs) But, uh. Yeah, in the 90s, homeboys were chucking sticks, man. That's all they did. Chuck sticks and fucking bump the net off. It seemed like there's 27 penalty shots in the 90s. That's, I know it's over 10 years, but there hasn't been 27 penalty shots since 1999. There's no way that was all of them for the whole 10 years. 27? No, that was not all of them. Maybe that was just one season. That's still a ridiculous amount. That's a lot for one season, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's a lot yeah, for is. ten years. <clears throat> no, you don't see you don't see that many penalty shots anymore. You don't see people chucking sticks. That's fucking ridiculous. How are you ever going to get away with that? St- they were chucking sticks like a motherfuckers back then, man. <laughs> Literally, some guys on a breakaway, they would just dive and then whoa, chuck their stick at them. <laughs> that was their only move. East in aluminum to the ankles. Yeah, yeah, no, they, I don't know why you do that. It's hard to get away Kyle with Bell that. Murray up against uh, oh, was it Mike Richter guy. or Van Beesbrook. Okay. One of the two. And fucking, I think, I think it was Beezer. Beezer fucking stoned him. Made him no. Look like a fucking, made him look like a moop boat. <laughs> 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 I thought of you when I watched it at 4.45 this morning. How <laughs> about just heading off night, you know? Oh, fuck it, dude. What, his ankle's probably sore. He's got fucking 13 sticks chucked at his legs. <laughs> fucking every cross the blue line. Fucking, it was ridiculous, man. I couldn't believe it. Like, as soon as someone started to break away, like, everyone was just like, boom, winging sticks at him. Like, my God. Yeah, that's, that's dumb. You're never going to get away with that. And they never did. And they kept fucking doing it for 10 years. That's silly. Until they probably changed the rule and they're like, 
Koharski and Frazier got together and they're like, this is fucking ridiculous. You gotta fucking, you gotta stop this, guys. Cut the shit. We've had enough. I'm sick of pointing at center ice here. Um, oh, one more note. Fuck, we're knocking them off fast. What are we gonna do for the next 40 minutes? I'm just gonna nap. You guys can talk about whatever. You <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. So, are they gonna start the fucking NHL season? That's what's going on here. We're gonna do this again. No. But with all Canadian bubble, all Canadian division? I don't think they're going to do that. And I don't think they should. Maybe they will. I haven't been keeping up with it, but. Well, seems yeah, like you a were just talking idea. about how you wanted to. You, you, you love how if it were regional, like the Olympics. No, I mean regional, like, uh, like the players, you have to represent your region as a team. Like, well, that's so if you're, this is as close as it's ever going to be. So, like, Ryan O'Reilly would play for Southern Ontario. Okay, yeah, but I mean, this is or literally Toronto. as close as it's ever going to be to being regional like that. No, no. yeah, it won't happen. They're not. I don't know. Maybe it will, but I don't even write it. this stuff down. Then, okay, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I take the time to go through the blue box and find a paper towel roll. <laughs> Why right. did you did you hear somewhere that they're thinking of doing this? I haven't heard anything yeah, I've about heard this. Of, I've heard it more than more than three times already this week. Wow. Because the borders aren't open up. So they're gonna They'll have do a lot up. of fucked up shit for money. They really, really want to start this season and start cashing checks. Yeah. And they'll we're let five thousand people in the building or whatever. Didn't Toronto just go into like fucking code red lockdown or whatever though? Yeah, I thought I heard I that. Today. I thought it was Ottawa. Was it Toronto or was it Ottawa? It was Toronto. Okay. Oh, Ottawa. I got another. I should have wrote that down on the cardboard. Damn it. Why would he got for Ottawa? I know that place. Um, so the Papel. Remember I was telling you about the Papel Aviation? Yes, sir. Yep. Follow them on the old FBs there. They got a picture the other day of them over New York City. Oh. They couldn't land. They could they could go into the airspace, but they couldn't land. Um, And it's like. Took a quick shot of NYC on our way to Ottawa. So they can take um, you fly there. Well, apparently they do fly. They just don't fly me. How did you get a hold of them? How did you message them? I emailed them. But I also found out that um, my mom has a flight, like a voucher with them. A flight voucher that she may not use. It's only for an hour. And she's like, if I don't use it, do you want it? And I'm like, yep, I'm going to get in and say, fucking open her up. Go as fast <laughs> as we can. Fern, tell me when we hit an hour, I'm jumping out. I don't care where we are. <laughs> how far we can get in an hour? No, it'll only be out. half an hour because they got to double back. No, no, no. Go back on them. All right? okay. I'm, I'm an hour. I get an hour of flight time. <laughs> All right. So heads up, I might need to be picked up somewhere. An hour's flight away from Goddard. It'll be in the woods. I'm north of Toronto. Actually, what town? You know what I, I don't should know. do? I'm I in the woods. Corey Johnson to fly up beside us. Now, Just Indiana hop into her Jones plane. it across the wings. <laughs> no? This hop sounds like her. a really good plan. Wear your GoPro. That's a, not a GoPro. Sorry, whatever the fuck it's the called. I don't dragon remember. Dragonfly. Dragonfly. <laughs> DTVP3. DTVP3, guys. It's hard, man. Dragon Pro. Dragon Touch Vision Pro 3. Dragon Touch Vision Vision Pro 3. 3. I'll never remember. 
I like pickles. Hey, uh, can we talk a little bit about our slipper pull? It was a fucking yeah. landslide. It was. It was. It was. So I think fuck I've those slippers me without one the back. Person. Yeah, me and one other person went no backs, and everyone else was like, "You guys are idiots." Backs all the way. Yeah, fuck that. Yeah, I think um, <laughs> we went twenty to five. I think that was the five. final final tally. I think, I think so. Yeah, twenty to five. Landslide. Victory. I actually voted this time. So. All right, so we're getting more traction. People are participating a lot more this week than last yeah. week. So, yeah, fam, if you're out there, every Monday around four o'clock ish, we uh, put up a weekly poll. So throw in your two oh, yeah. cents. We love that. What about what about the next poll? Is poll or no poll? <laughs> Meta. It's a poll poll. Yeah. Poll poll about polls. North pole, south pole, poll. <laughs> Hey, I got something I wanted to ask you guys. Actually, we got five minutes left here. Yeah, we can probably get it in five minutes. Um, so, Tilly, well, you guys, I don't know if I sent it to you, Reach. Today, I was uh, spray painting some uh, some rusty vents at work. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. And I was using the trem clad. And I got the song in my head. I did. Right the rust. Totally came, you know, that was going through my brain. As soon as yes. you said rusty and then trem clad, I was like, Right over the rust, <laughs> yes. So then I was thinking, what are the most memorable jingles we've heard? And there will, there might be a generation gap here, but that will just make it better. What's your most memorable? And I have had this conversation before, many years ago, um, when I lived beside the gas station, and I was wasted. Tyson wasn't because he was a child, probably. Um, and I think the one you brought up, Tyson, was eight hundred five eight eight two three two three hundred Empire today. And then you just gotta say today. You know what I'm saying? You go today. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Okay. I can't believe you remember that. I forgot about that. Yeah. Was that the same night where we stayed up? We stayed up yeah. till like this might have been a different night, but we stayed up till like sunrise. And the one thing I remember really specifically about this night, and I will never forget, is it was the first time I had ever heard George Thurgood, one bourbon, one scotch, one beer. And it came on the radio, and you were like, oh, good song. And I was like, what? what is- <laughs> yeah, I think we were sitting in my car out front of the, the place where I lived. And- yeah. I, I was supposed to be staying at uh, yeah. I was supposed to be staying at place that night, and then being fucking weird. So I just went for a bike ride, and I found RJ. <laughs> Yeah, all hammered by myself, sitting in my car, listening to music. And my we, most and we memorable got on the topic of, topic of jingles. Um, you brought up the Empire. That is too funny, man. My most memorable, Peely, you definitely will not know this one because it was on in like 1989. Like I remember listening, hearing this maybe in the Wingham house or the first Bayfield house. Like you, you were a baby, months old. Reed, you might remember it though. Um, it was for... It was almost like uh, like Scarios or Alphabets, like you know that Chef Boyardee shit. It was a can of that, and it had uh, it was all animals, and there was crocodiles and alligators on it. Do you remember Zugetti, this? Zugetti, zoo, uh, yeah, yeah, zoodles. I don't know what it, I think it was just. I think it was zoodles. called alligators. It was zoodles. Anyway, I think it was zoodles. The jingle, it was, the, it was, you better eat your alligators before your alligators eat you. And it's been in my head for 30 years. (laughs) Really? Yeah. And I think part of the reason is because we recorded 
uh, an old movie. I think it was the first Ninja Turtles off the TV with the VCR. And yeah, yeah, yeah. every commercial break, you know, how sometimes they repeat yeah, commercials. Yeah. That was the one. So when I was little, I saw this fucking thing over and over and over and never again anywhere other than that video. Like it must have been the commercial must have been on the air for a month. I never saw it on live there TV. A, I don't know if it was big up here, but when I lived in, it had to be, I think it was popular everywhere in Ontario, but United Furniture Warehouse. Boop, boop. Yes. Yeah. 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 So, uh, <clears throat> Uh, do you guys know on uh, Sports Center they used to advertise that furniture store called Aaron's? Aaron's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Aaron, uh, like they had spelled like the girl Aaron, E R I N. No, uh, no, A-A-R-O-N. it's A A A A A R O N. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't we, know that one. We have a we have a fucking Aaron's in Kingston. Really? Yeah, they exist. There was a when I first moved here furniture store like, in Victoria no. that was insanely popular with their ads because they were just super cheese. It's run by an Indian family. Uh, Julie Brandon's going to listen to this, and she is going to be screaming at her phone with the answer, and I can't think of it right now. But like everyone in Victoria knew this furniture store because of their ads on the radio, the television, and like the sides of buses. It was like this East Indian guy dressed as Superman <laughs> selling you a fucking futon. <laughs> it was gold, but uh, I wish I could remember it. I remember just how cheesy the ads were. So it did kind of work. The ad, the ad can't there you go. work. It's the magic of the jingle. Whoop, 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 whoop. He goes there so you don't have to. Now it's time for Ridge's Reviews. Goddard's McDonald's. Five stars out of five stars. Where's my camera? There it is. Not bad for a restaurant run by a friggin' clown. Reaches reviews. When it runs, it goes wow, 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 wow. Good kitty. Yeah. Our cat, our cat has got real fucking awesome. Like super cuddly and just so cool. I love the fact uh, that it's old. It's like an old woman. <laughs> it's so innocent and just like too fat and low energy to cause trouble. It's just great. It's good having it around. It basically spends 22 hours a day in our bed. Oh, it comes out to eat and then like it really doesn't do much of anything at all if you make that's it come out if if you lure it out with with treats it will chill on the couch with you but like it won't really play or do much it just it just chills out everywhere it goes it's awesome it's a good cat i feel like me and that cat we get along very well <laughs> no you fucking <laughs> hate cats and we tell her about yeah, you yeah, so, like if this guy ever yeah, comes around treats and fucking I'll sleep 22 hours a day. You flick a lighter. He thinks you're having darts. Reed, you'll get up. What's oh, going on out here? Oh, you, oh, you got, oh, you darting? All right. Oh, oh, no darts? Oh, let's go back. Okay. Wake up. Wake up. I heard a, a quote the other day about uh, kids, and it was like, uh, having kids is a lot of sitting up after, yeah, sitting up after you sat down. And uh, I feel the same way with kittens. Like with having three of them here, it was constantly like, I'd be like, ah, relax. And then I hear like, thud, thud, bang. <laughs> constantly like fucking keeping them off God the counters. And what are you idiots to do now? I like how oh, you now. told us uh, they always get into the closets and you don't like that. 
And now tonight yeah. they're not there, and the closet behind you is open about four well, inches. Yeah, just because yeah. you can't. They, they were in there. <laughs> they were in there. Fucking before we left, and I had to shake a bag of treats to lure them out into the cage. I was gonna say, how was wrangling all of them up to get them out their door to the fucking vet's office? <laughs> They've uh, learned that the bag of treats, when I shake it, that it's it's a good thing. So they just came to the treats. I put like six of them in my hand and threw them in the back of the crate, and all three of them fucking ran in there. Oh, they share. They share a crate. <laughs> I have one really big crate that the Humane Society. Oh, that's handy. Use. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. I have like one tiny one that's good for like one adult size cat. Like mm-hmm. that's one I actually own. But yeah, for the Humane Society. Once uh what the last time I was there, they're like, you need a bigger crate, huh? Like, yeah. <laughs> so Just what the I'm fine. It's, it's the cats that need a bigger one. <laughs> <laughs> what do you keep uh, <laughs> what do you keep in your closets that the kitties can't Whoa. go in there? Yeah. Oh, What's in there? Just uh, a bunch of boxes? Yeah, like the one tire the one's got like uh summer tires in it and bought like my TV box, my microwave box. You already this got your winter tires closet. on? Oh fuck yeah. Oh look at this guy, he's prepared. My summers are so bald though that uh when it's raining out I spin my tires. So I was like, Oh mm, I'm not getting caught in the uh yeah, I need to buy new summers next year. Getting caught in the rain. Pina Colada. Yeah, there's really there's really nothing in there that there is necessarily bad for them to get into. It's just like I like to keep the closets doors closed and I don't want to have to like close it and be like, oh fuck, is there a cat in there or not? Like Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. they'll learn not to fucking go in there if we get logged in there. Oh dude, the fucking fridge and the dishwasher, they're so annoying. <laughs> constantly want in there. Constantly want in there. Fuck man. They can't be open for two minutes. Jammer in your yammer. Tilly, did you get a Snapchat from uh, from Brittany, Brennan's wife, today? Yes. Okay, so Reg, I'll send this to you. Maybe we can post it on Instagram if we get permission. So everybody in the world thinks they have the cutest whatever, pet, kid, nephew, niece, whatever, okay? Me yep. and Tyson actually have the coolest nephew in the world. So he is, how old would he be? Three, just over three, three. three in a couple months. Yeah, I think he's Almost three. Three. No, he just turned three, didn't he? Yeah, in okay. October? He's just over three. Anyways, she got a video of him today where he he doesn't know that she's watching and he's got a giant like jar, like a big cup full of water. And I think there's lemons in it, which which makes this even funnier. And he's got a big ass straw sticking out of it. And and you know, when you're little and you blow bubbles in the straw and you learn about like how all that works, yeah. but the fucking water keeps splashing up and getting them in the eyes and it's lemon water. So, lemon. It stings. <laughs> so at one point in the video, he covers both of his eyes and he uses his mouth to fish around and find the straw and he's blowing in it. <laughs> But he can't even see it. He's got his fucking hands over his eyes. He's still doing it. The first time he does it and he gets the water in his eyes. And and you you can tell at first he's kind of just like, oh, that's wet. And then after a minute, he's like, well, that fucking stings. He's rubbing his eyes. She's around the corner filming him. I screen recorded it. I'll I'll send it to you. Fuck, is is it ever cute and funny? I wish I still had the fucking wonder of a child in the world. Fucking... Just pull bubbles and chocolate milk. That was the shit. Oh, yeah. Your parents <laughs> yelling at you. What, like, why the fuck yeah. do parents hate that so exactly. much? Exactly. Why do parents hate that? If they, I had a kid, a lot, he wants to blow in the fucking... I'd be like, yeah, I did that. 
keep doing that, kid. You'll get sick of it eventually. <laughs> and there could be a lot worse things you're doing than blowing fucking milk bubbles. Like maybe it's because you're gonna knock it right over. Now. Why? Why? Like, are they gonna kick us out of this fucking Denny's in Buffalo? We're fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Fuck, so we can't come back here. Oh no. I always used to ask why every time. I used to ask why from like shit like that though. Because shit that actually so. made sense. I wasn't just being because a cunt. I said so. Exa- or like Bob Dadded, like you're always pushing. You're always pushing it. Like no, actually, no. why? It doesn't make yeah. sense that you want that thing to happen. I really, yeah. sincerely want to know why. And I'm not just being. A I dick. know why. It's because they're too old to fucking do it anymore. <laughs> and they don't they're like fuck if you. If I can't do it, you can't fucking do it. Okay, so I can't blow my chocolate milk. Yeah, I bet your parents worldwide fucking sitting in closets with fucking cups of milk, just fucking blowing into her when the kids go to bed. <laughs> Tell you this much: <laughs> when I'm fifty, if I have kids, I'm blowing in the fucking chocolate milk with them. I'll get a pint of yep. beer and ask for a straw. I'll fucking blow in that. Yep, I'll, I don't care. I don't give a shit. Bubble, no. bubbles a bubble, yo. Yeah, man, give me a club soda, straw. Thanks. Mm. Fucking soda, soda bubs. What up? I love it. It's hard to make a uh, it's hard to make a bubble sound with your mouth. Try it. What? Try to make the to sound that it makes when you blow into chocolate milk. Oh, that is hard. Holy fuck! Yeah, I don't know. I feel like he nailed it though. That's first try. I was pretty impressed. I didn't that. think he was gonna do it. Tyson's <laughs> like, "What are you gonna do? You told me to do it." Tyson's amazed. Do Holy fuck! I don't know. <laughs> I go too fast. I don't know how to slow it down. <laughs> you know good. what I love about this? You know what, what I love about this? Gotta, the odd time someone goes, so straw, that's the, all. The, the odd time someone goes, so what's your podcast about? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Have you ever blown it? People have asked me, like, so what's your podcast about? What is your answer when someone asks you that? <laughs> Actually, my boss asked me today. I've said this before and I'll say it again. My boss is the coolest guy ever. He's uh He's the same age as me, actually, but he owns a construction company. And uh, and uh, yeah, he's like, I should listen to your podcast because I mentioned it a couple of times. I slapped a <laughs> sticker on our trailer, you know, and I'm like, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm like, it's, you know, like it's basically just us talking shit. Like it's, you know, yep. you're not going to learn much. Or like, and he's like, I don't know, but it's funny, right? I'm like, yeah, you'll probably laugh a bit. And he's like, well, laughing's good. I don't mind laughing. And then all I said was, uh, don't put it on when your kids or wife are in the car. <laughs> you should be all right. And then I played a couple of the sound bites off of uh, the website. So he's, I got music on and he's just working away. And I got Bluetooth. So I got control of the stereo from across the room. So I don't warn him at all. All of a sudden the music stops. <laughs> put your fucking nards away. <laughs> he's like, what was that? What was that? <laughs> so yeah, no yeah, like my cousin Ange listens to it. And, like she just sends me messages like been listening to the podcast. I'm like, oh <laughs> why? <laughs> yeah. She's like, I love it, it's hilarious. And then she'll make so funny. And I'm like, I'm like, fuck, she is listening to it. I'm like, don't show your parents. <laughs> no, man, our our mom listens to it. I do. I found out. Uh, I yeah, I told I told mom about it last week. Um, she just I told her to listen. Was to saying it. hi or whatever. Yeah, it was a couple of days before that. 
um, she was just saying hi. And I was like, oh, I meant to tell you, me and Tyson, RJ got this thing going on. And she's like, yeah, I know. I've listened to every episode. Brennan showed it to oh. me weeks ago. She's fucking, right. she's keeping up on it. So, hi, mom. <laughs> Sorry about the uh, the ass eating and the balls talk and stuff. Yeah, I didn't know you were there. Um... <laughs> I think it's fine. I think we're good. I think people love it. See, here's the it's thing. Funny, when you're yeah. out in public and you say a joke about eating ass or balls, people act a certain way because they don't know who else heard it. But when they're sitting at I home, headphones on all by themselves, they're allowed to be like, ah, yeah, I'm fucking eating ass. That's hilarious. You know? <laughs> yeah, it is funny. Because I, wouldn't, I don't think I would, I don't know. I'd like to think I wouldn't say this stuff out in public. But just, like, when it's just you and them and you're just whispering in their ear, you're in their headphones for some like, reason, man. Like, ass jokes are okay. I have to forget that people are going to listen to this. Like, it's just, right? It's just us three fucking talking shit to each other. It's really what it is to me. Yeah. Yeah. And then, then the episodes come out and I listen to it and I'm like, oh, fuck, other people can hear these. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, oh, fuck, other people are hearing this. This is, like, there this are is on record and archived. Legitimately tune in and like they want to hear this. And yeah. It's that says more cool about them crazy. than me, I guess. I don't know. If <laughs> <laughs> you sickos. Bunch of sickos. Yeah. Wrong with you people. If you've downloaded this and got this far into this episode, you're disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> I never wanted to be your friend more than I do. Yeah. Right now. <laughs> we should have uh, that episode cans back there. What? Oh, We're breaking down the soda wall, boys. Jeez, the fourth wall, the soda wall. Um, I'm gonna build it all the way up, but then it's gonna like cover up nap, all my like cool. a nap episode. I was thinking about this earlier, like where we all just kind of we kind of we sign in. And then we kind of like, and we all nap. You know, wouldn't that be a great episode? <laughs> Just snoring. <laughs> no, actually, I was thinking one of our first episodes, because, you know, they say like uh, dead air is everyone's greatest fear in radio. One yeah. of our first episodes, we should have just done a segment. 20 minutes, dead air, you know, just to yeah, get everybody leave. comfortable with it. <laughs> We're trailblazers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> all right. So now we all know how that goes. So we don't have to fear yeah, it anymore. Maybe I'll do it in the middle of this episode when I'm editing. I'll just throw in uh, here's 25 minutes. Uh, people will just think it's a Remembrance Day thing. <laughs> Even like 30 seconds, they'll 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 stop and look at the phone. Is it still playing? Did it did it stop? Yeah. Did it I had a moment of silence today. And you know what else I did? I played the last post on my phone. Played what? The last post. You know that. Uh, oh did you really just you yeah. by yourself yep good for you did you yeah. have a grandfather who was in the war read you boy yep um all my grandfathers were in the war they're, they're not anymore they were you said that like there was a whole bunch of them how many grandfathers do you have i had three like a great grandpa you mean no no i had my i had my biological grandpa my grandparents uh my Hugh's grandparents, which were my step grandparents, so I had two sets of biological grandparents, and then Hugh was my stepdad, so his parents were my step grandparents. Oh, I guess. okay, I okay. I was th- I was three banging grandparents, man. It was dope. Fucking more grandparents are better. My grandpa, my grandpa Garten, he's um, Hugh's dad. He he fought in World War II. He was in Italy. He's there, 
And um, he never fucking talked about it. Never brought it up. Mm. So that just leads me to believe that he saw some shit. Yeah. yeah. I don't I'm blame him, fucking, man. I, I, I don't want to talk about it either. It's fucking yeah. it's a horrific thing that I have to go through. And I can't, I couldn't imagine being yeah. 20 years old and being told, hey, go to this fucking land that you're not familiar with and kill some people, would you? Yeah. That you don't know and have done nothing to you. Risk your life for the sake of the rest of us or yeah. for everybody, future generations. Generations to come. Yeah. Like, it's I, amazing. I don't yeah. have the fucking jam to do it. Thank God they did. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure a lot of them didn't have the jam to do it, but they still fucking did it. And yeah. Yeah. All your buddies are doing Thank it. Thank you for that. Thank you yeah. for that. Yo, yeah. I'm blowing bubbles to heartfelt moments. Blowing bubbles to heartfelt moments. <laughs> Holy shit. What a night. Follow us on Instagram at the Yammer Podcast. Hey, we did it. Thanks for listening. Bye.